Hey, what is going down in my on the air universe? Before we get started, I just want to let you know that today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today and become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at podgo.co. And be sure to add Am I on the Air in that section where it asks you, How'd you hear about Podgo? You heard it right here, Am I on the Air? So make sure you fill that out in the application. Thanks, everyone, and enjoy the show. Hi, am I on the air? Yep. Fuck. Thanks. I've been in the danger zone. He got a bad Minus five stars. Yeah, Mongo. Huh? Yeah, my five. We got it for you. Yes, Harvey. How much is this guy worth? Play. Four by twenty-one. Fuck you. Alright, what is going down everybody? Welcome back to another brand new Am I Still on the Air? And if you've been with us for any kind of time, you know what it is. It's January, it's a new year, it's a new day, yes it is. And we are back to to talk about our top 10 of 2020 and our top 10 most anticipated of 2021. Yes, this is the big countdown episode. We do it every single year reflecting back on what has come and what we should be excited about coming in the future. Now, uh, yeah, it's going to be a crazy one because uh, we had a lot of shifting around. Obviously, you all know how 2020 went. Uh, most of the films that were back, if you go back and rewind and listen to our twenty earlier 2020 episode, uh, you would know that most of those movies did not come out <laughs> for the most part. Only a handful did. So this was a very interesting list, kind of putting everything together of what was the quote-unquote best, um, because I'm going to say right now, it wasn't that great of a year. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so you know, hey, whatever made it, made it. So congratulations. Um, but, you know, this is Am I Still in the Air? This is getting the squad back together. We're doing this in audio and video format. So welcome, welcome. And uh, let's introduce Friggins and Peeps. What up, y'all? Hey, everybody. What's going down? Thanks for, thanks for having me on. Love it. Welcome Love back. It. Welcome back. We got to do it. This Heck is the yeah. annual tradition. Every, Like I said, every January, trying to comb through everything that's come before and figure out what is, what did we enjoy the most? You know, was it really truly the best films of uh, 2020? <laughs> eh, maybe, maybe not. It depends, <laughs> but it's what we enjoyed the most. So that's what, that's what matters right here, right? What, what stuck with us looking back and reflecting on that year? As you know, 2020 man we were hot and heavy january february march and then mid-march we went and then theaters closed down and they were down for march april may june july and august we kind of returned a little bit some of us did some of us didn't (laughs) and um (laughs) you know we were watching some stuff on vod and we were waiting for rentals and streaming and everything in between there but you know i'm looking back i'm reflecting on you know what was some of the stuff that we were anticipated about on the last episode when we did this a year ago and um, it kind of sucks because a lot of the movies, like we said that we were expecting and we were excited for ended up getting pushed back due to the pandemic uh, to 2021. So 2021 is jam packed. Um, So, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how the anticipated list kind of pans out, but we're going to start of course to wrap up 
2020. Okay. It'll be the last uh, time we ever get to talk about 2020. Like, uh, just, yeah, I, I 2019 it. and then 2021 from now on. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. I hope. So, you know, so yeah, some of this stuff we watched in theaters. Some of this stuff, we, like I said, we watched on streaming, we watched on premium VOD. Um, that we were all over the place this year, but you know what? At least some content was still coming because Hollywood was shut down for months and we didn't know what we were going to get. We didn't know what was going to be expected. So, um, so we'll jump into it, man. Top 10 of 2020. Now uh, I'm going to, I'm going to let Peep speak real, real quick because I think he's got a little bit of a gap here and I'm going to let him explain kind of what he's doing on this uh, countdown here. All right, child. So I don't need, I don't need want to take up too much time, but, uh, um, yes, I, pandemic happens, um, you know, I, I'm a single dad of two. So with, uh, homeschooling along with, uh, you know, keeping everybody entertained and I just found out, um, what, like two months ago. Yeah. Two months ago that the theater that I normally go to is open. Don goes to a theater way over there. The theater I go to, that's like five minutes away. I just found out that that was actually open. So, um, yeah, so haven't had a lot of time so my top 10 has been transformed into a top seven <laughs> i i have seen more than seven movies let me let me explain that i have seen more than seven movies but i am not putting a lot of those movies on my top 10 so my top seven of this year and, and I'll, I'll leave it at that so. there you go so yeah so I, I like the uh the setup there that you know he has seen more than seven films ladies and gentlemen but you know this is the top 10. This is the best of the best. And uh, we, we don't want to just start including just whatever, just because we got to fill the top 10. So I appreciate you taking the, uh, the high road there and saying, I'm only going to do <laughs> seven hey, films hey, that deserve it. And, 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 and 10 through eight, I'll throw in a, uh, you know, a, a movie, an anticipated 2020 that, that I want to see. You know? <laughs> well, I think that, I, even if there's, a, you still saw 10 movies. So I'm, I'm going to be the contrarian here and say like, it should have been 10. What are the oh, best 10 of what I you can, saw? I because there's still, you could still rank them. Like it still could suck, but one sucks less than the other. You know what I mean? And yeah, that but I get it, man. That's painful. Box. You don't want to just include a movie in your top 10 that you're right. like, dude, that was not gotta good. You got to do with what you got, man. You got to do. And I will go on the record as to say, there were some pretty good movies that did come out here in 2020. Granted, we missed a whole lot of blockbusters that we were expecting, and that's because they really wanted their money. But like, I think there was still a pretty solid amount of of good films that ended up coming out. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's get on into it. So I guess me and Friggins will do our ten and nine and eight, and then we'll all triple down on our seven <laughs> through one. So uh, you know, Friggins, I'll, I'll I'll let you start it off, man. What was your number ten? It's funny because, like, as you were saying that, I was like, "All right, I'm I've been so ready for this because I've been creating my list like." so for like a million years ago and then i was like oh crap he's probably gonna come to me first and i don't have my list literally pulled up so um i was just stalling right there to get my list up as you're stalling right now (laughs) continuously my number 10 um is actually one of our been like no don it's your show i'm just gonna bounce it back to you (laughs) i want you that's another way to do it yeah exactly um so my number 10 is actually one of our dc films that came out this year um and surprisingly i was not expecting this to be on my list i I did not especially after trailers come out and everything I, i didn't think 
that it would even make the top 10 and it probably wouldn't if it was under normal circumstances. But um, number 10 for me is Birds of Prey, Harley Quinn, Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey, the fabulous emancipation of Harley, whatever damn title you give this. Fantabulous. (laughs) That's right. See, I don't even remember. There's like 20 different uh, uh, title names for this thing. So that hits my number 10. Um, Do you just want to list them or do we breaking it down and talk a little bit of why? I mean, you can talk a little bit about why. Yeah. Cool. As we we usually do. For number 10, this this is is my 10. I did enjoy it. Um, I've heard so many people, especially on Twitter, just fly out bashing this movie, calling it complete and utter trash and garbage. And and I can see where they're coming from. Like, if you break it down, like, critically, it's not, like, the best acting, obviously. It's not um, the best story. Uh, they definitely, you know, if you're a hardcore DC fan and you want, you know, these, you know, character accurate depictions, there's a lot of that that they um played with and and modified but it hit things that i really like like it hit the the violence you know with the action um i thought that was really entertaining i like the choreography um of some of those fight scenes were just really fun to watch it was visually appealing to the eyes um i like the characters that they did and granted I have some nitpicks, you know, it's not a perfect movie for me. It doesn't get a five star or anything, but um, I did like uh, the black canary. I did like Huntress and of course, Harley. Um, So they had a lot of good aspects to it that were enough for me to enjoy the film. Again, not saying it doesn't have problems because there's plenty of problems to be had. And this is why it's lower on my list than, than higher up. But I laughed I like did a few of those like old oh, moments. And so like, I, there was a lot to that I enjoyed out of it. So for me, it makes the list because it was enjoyable. I'm not calling it a good movie critically, but this is my list for Fred. So if you hated it, that's fine. But like, I enjoyed it. So that's my tip. There you go. Okay. Um, well, I l- agree with you. I like the movie as well, too. But uh, I will say right now, it did not make my top 10. Um, close, probably 11 or 12. Um, you know, when I usually start ranking these out, I'm looking at what did I score them throughout the year and then trying to place them in order from there. And the crazy thing is looking at my top 10, there are zero five-star movies this year, wow. uh, which is definitely kind of crazy. I mean, there was nothing that just... Mm, there wasn't that end game. There wasn't that infinity war. There wasn't anything that just walked away saying that, ah, that was the best, you know? And so that made it interesting kind of putting the list together uh, earlier today as well, too. So really like birds of prey. um, But yeah, it it just barely missed my top 10 there. Uh, What about you peeps? What'd you think? Um, Or is it still to come? (laughs) It's still to come. All right. It was up higher for the majority of the year for me as well. It's just a couple things I saw at the end kind of squeezed in there. Mm. Okay. All righty. Well, then we will get to my number 10, which is kind of crazy because I never in a million years thought this movie would have made the top 10 uh, at all. And um, I was very shocked as I started kind of piecing things together. I was like, you know what? it kind of deserves it and it's going to land right in there in that top 10 spot. And that is Sonic. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, baby. Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, I, I'm shocked, man. I am shocked that this thing slid in there for me, but you know what? Dude, this was a pleasant surprise. This was a very pleasant surprise. Very much. I saw yeah. it two or three times in the theater with my daughter. We bought it. We watched it at home. I mean, it's funny. It's fun. I mean, 
I don't know what else to say. I mean, it is just, it is, I, who would have thought? I mean, it's probably the best comic book movie of all time. <laughs> so, <laughs> video game. Yes. <laughs> yeah, video game movie. Sorry. Um, but yeah, I mean, hell of a fun ride and looking forward definitely to the sequel. And I never thought I would have said that going into last year's show. So, never. Uh, you know, yeah. I made fun of the trailer when the original one came oh out. Oh my God. Yes. It was so bad. And, Even the uh, new one, I was making fun of it. Like I, when I went to watch it, I, I was like hate watching it and ended up liking it too <laughs> there you go. See? so there you go that's my number 10 is uh sonic so um i'm sure peep saw it so maybe it's maybe it's, it's yet to come all right all right friggins number nine what you got all right so uh my number nine is uh you know we've talked about this film a little bit and so i already know there's gonna be some hate coming my way bring it peeps um but my number nine is underwater i freaking loved this movie i thought it was so fun i'm not even a big kristen stewart fan but let me tell you what she did excellent in this role i feel like this role was made for her like her personality and tone like she nailed it the suspense from the beginning like I remember the opening scene and I'm like, oh, all right, here we go. We're going to have like 30 minutes of character explanations. No, it starts off almost immediately with some crazy stuff happening. And then it's one thing after another, after another, after another. And it's just continually going. Um, does it, you know, again, we're not talking a perfect movie here. There are things that I didn't like about it. There were things that I did see, think, you know, could have done better or whatnot. But I, I thought it was a lot of suspense. It reminded me, and I'm not comparing it, but it gave me that alien vibe of being trapped in a, in a small place and you can't get out of the building situation trying to survive. Um, so I really enjoyed that. It brought back some of those feelings. And um, for me, it was a fun, suspenseful, entertaining film. And I was very um, happy with the performances that, you know, not just Kristen Stewart, but everyone else uh, that was involved as well. So um, number nine. All right. Did you ever see underwater peeps? Yep. I did. Ah, what you got? Is no. it one that did not make the, the it eight, did nine, not or make, ten? It did not make the anything list. Yes. <laughs> um, I, I, I remember um, Fred actually recommended this movie to me. Mm-hmm. Um being that he is not a fan of the horror genre, uh, I thought that was that was a big deal. I was like, wow, he, he doesn't like this stuff, and he likes this stuff. So I, and me being a big fan of that kind of stuff, I was pretty excited about it. Um, maybe it, it maybe if I picked up the movie um, with zero expectations, I might have had a different um, experience. But I, I I don't think so because I very much enjoyed the mystery and and the the WTFery that that they that, that the experience when, when the movie started um you don't know what's going on stuff is exploding they're trapped and they got to get to places and then things are flying around and the movie peaked for me when they got to the point where they were going inside and though you saw like being standing up and like looking down at them I'm like what is going on and then after that it, it just kind of went downhill. Um, I, I didn't like, I don't like the whole mother monster creature uh, with all the babies kind of thing. I, 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 I it, Let's watch the spoilers. It's, oh yeah, spoil. <laughs> are we going to say spoilers? I mean, are we uh, dropping no, spoilers? Yeah. We don't really need spoilers. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I will, you know, yeah, without getting too much into it and doing a whole movie review, um, after that point, it just kind of, went downhill for me and even the very end of the movie 
um, I, I did not like how it ended, and um, I, I felt I felt kind of let down towards the end. I I got I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. a perfect de- depiction of your uh, of your experience. I like it. I, I feel like I was there with you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I still am yet to see this movie, so uh, no spoilers for myself. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I did try to watch it once. I know you know Friggins be hyping it up ever since he saw it, and um, I tried to watch it several months back, and I, I watched it at like one a.m. and just ended up passing out like fifteen <laughs> minutes into it. I can see um, that. And I was like, I was like, uh. but now it's on HBO Max. And I keep I, I've added it to my queue. I'm like one of these <laughs> one of these days I will try it again. I just it just I don't know. I did want it. I I don't know why I still have hesitated to be honest because it was one that I probably would have seen in the theater um, if, if I had the right chance. Um, but I forget what happened at that time. And I know obviously our other friend Gigi Pat had no interest in seeing it. And I think that's kind of why I didn't end up seeing it. We ended up seeing something else. And then it just was pretty much out of the, out of the theater after that week. Cause it didn't do very well. Yeah. Um, but um, I yeah, do we'll remember it being it. too dark and I didn't like the too darkness of it. I, I wanted to see more and I could not because again, they're underwater and there's bits and particles floating all over the place. But I think that's, a, that's a, way of being you know lazy on your cgi and you don't have to put that much effort into it because oh it's, it's also i saw it in the theater and it, it definitely this is one of those ones where i think the theater experience did help because up on the big screen you saw more um and sure. of course the room's sure, sure, all sure. dark and everything so um but yeah i could see that being a problem for sure all right well we will get into my number nine and uh my number nine here is uh the last movie that some of us saw in the original run of theaters. <laughs> and that is uh, our good boy, Bloodshot, um, oh, Vin yeah. Diesel, uh, coming out as Bloodshot. Now, this was, I, I know me and Friggin's last movie in the theater yep. uh, before the original shutdown happened um, back in March. And then uh, we didn't have movies for a long time. <laughs> and every time we see that question pop up on Twitter, and they're like, what's the last movie you saw? It's always Bloodshot. Bloodshot. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, I actually really, really like this movie. I mean, you know, um, I just thought the action was cool. Um, I love the concept of this character. I love somebody that can take damage like that and regenerate. And I just thought it was a fun ride, man. Is it the greatest movie? No. But once again, it's just, you know, did you have a fun ride? Did you have a fun time sitting and watching it? And, you know, this was an interesting one, too, because like I said, saw it in the theater and then theater shut down. And like a week after that, it was already out to buy like two weeks later. So it was kind of interesting before the end of March, I already owned it and uh, watched it again. And just, like I said, man, just a fun ride. So uh, it slid in there. It was on that, that one was on my most anticipated that we did uh, earlier in the year. And it, and it yep. slid into uh, to the best there. Uh, for it, me it was at least. Fred's yeah, number nine and uh, your number eight. Yeah. yeah. It was on my list because I'm a huge fan of the Valiant comic series. Um, and particularly my favorite character is Ninjak. Um, and I was praying that he was going to make some, you know, after credit cameo. Uh, and I will spoil this. He does not make an after credit <laughs> cameo. And I had tears. I was so very, very sad. Um, but being a fan of the comic character, um, I, I wasn't thrilled about uh, Vin Diesel being the cast as this role. But I was like, hey, if that's how I get the movie, then let's do it. Vin Diesel's all right. I, I enjoy his movies. So um, I also thought it was entertaining. I liked the action. It was fun. 
I, I wouldn't call it a good movie. It's not on my list. Um, it was on there for a little while, but uh, other things kicked it out. But I do uh, think it's worth a, a watch if you like, you know, nonsense action films. Um, <laughs> they do some cool there's some cool stuff. I mean, there's like some cool action situations. They do some cool camera work. They play with some uh, colors and lighting that I wasn't expecting. And I, I uh, got enjoyment out of that. Um, but if you were a person who like peeps, we've talked about the X-Men before and you're like, Oh man. And I always tell you like, you got to think of it in a different uh, world. That is definitely the Valiant series because to me, I feel like they, took the main character and then did whatever the hell they want. There are some similarities and they, they kind of keep it somewhat tied in there. But if you're a hardcore comic fan and you want it to be exactly like the comics, you're not going to get that. Uh, but on the positive side, you will get Isa Gonzalez. And um, I want her to be in every single movie ever made. Amen. So anyway. Amen. <laughs> Amen. But uh, yes. So I saw it. I thought it was good as well. Just didn't make the list. Peeps, did you see this one? I did not. I actually forgot that it, exi- it, it existed. So, yes. not that I, you know, at first you guys kept talking about it, and I was like, being that guy, like, oh, it doesn't even look good. And it, it's. I'm sure it's a good time. I'm sure it's fun action. And you know, I, I, I. Now that you reminded me of it, I am going to check it oh, out. Good. But I, I literally completely forgot about it. And be honest. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. All right, Fred. Number eight. All right, um, so uh, this 100% is not on your list, Don. You hate when we add in cartoons on on shows. Um, oh, but- boy. <laughs> <laughs> My number eight is uh, Superman Red Sun. Uh, this was uh, an animated was DC not where I thought film. You were <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so good. Um, Red Sun is one of the one of my favorite Superman stories in the comic book form. They did such an excellent job of transitioning that comic story into a live, oh, no, an animated uh, movie version. Um, it was entertaining. It was violent. It was, um, you know, very much like the comic. They do do some adjustments as, as most of the DC animated movies do, um, but they didn't shy away from the, you know, the overall main points of the story. And um, again, this is one of those ones where without giving a lot of spoilers, there's going to be some changes, uh, especially towards the end, but nonetheless, it was still very true to, for the most part, to the comic, uh, very enjoyable. Um, I, I really, really like it. And I wasn't expecting to like it as much as I did. So uh, that one did make my number eight. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, I did not see that one. Uh, I'm actually a big, obviously a big Superman fan. And, um, but Red Sun has never interested me um, <laughs> at all. <laughs> like, I just don't care about him as a Russian. <laughs> like, yeah, just... If you like Superman, it's, it's not Superman. No, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Absolute peeps. You're 100% hit the nail on the head because he is the like opposite of Superman in this case. And even Batman, uh, if you're a big Batman fan, he plays a significant role in this. And even his version um, is quite different. And um, I, I don't know, but as, it is interesting. I always love those alternate reality story versions of, of the heroes we know because it puts them in situations that they would never normally be in. And so if you want to see what a, you know, almost a, a tyrannical Superman would be if he landed in Russia instead of the U.S. and wasn't raised by, um, you know, the, the farm loving family and was raised by uh, you know the russian government um, that, that is a very specific thing to have always wanted to 
man, I really would like to know what would happen <laughs> if Superman landed in Russia. Yeah. There might be someone out there that doesn't know about the book and had that sure. exact thought. So, All right. All if right. that's you, that is true. Check out this movie. <laughs> okay. Uh, did you see that one, peeps? Yeah, I, I, I did see it. I, oh. I would not put it on the list. Um, I. I a am not a fan of Superman and uh, this version of Superman again that he's not meant to be likable and I don't like him. <laughs> so I, again, it's a very interesting story and a very interesting twist on the Superman character. And if he was brought up in a different, you know, by different parents with different um, standards, you know, like this is what we'll get. So it, it's a very, I, I, you know, as Fred would say with a lot of things, like I definitely recommend the watch, especially if you enjoy like animated um, DC animated films, which are freaking fantastic, by the way. One of them didn't make my list. Um, I, 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 I definitely recommend, but um, it, I didn't like him. Um, the guy, the, the good guy in this one is somebody that I've also never liked and I still don't like in this one. So it's, it's a fun story, but it's just, it didn't, it's just not memorable enough and didn't hit any of those strings and, you know, those things that I like in my, in my superhero sandwich movie. <laughs> okay. Well, we will move on into my number eight. And this is a movie as well, looking back on the year that I, if somebody would have told me like, dude, this is going to be in your top 10, I would have been like, nah, dude, nah. Get the fuck out, <laughs> Get the out, fuck of, out of here. Like, <laughs> I, I, I laughed my ass off at this trailer. I was like, this movie is going to be a joke. Um, and really only went to see it because there's really wasn't much playing at the theater at the time. And I was like, you know what? Let's just go and let's just see what's up. And it turned out to be a hell of a ride. So my number eight is Unhinged, the Russell oh. Crowe movie. Uh, the road rage Russell Crowe movie. Um, this was one of the first movies to return to theaters when they reopened and, um, and actually made a good buck <laughs> when it first came out. Um, like I said, when I saw the trailer, I was just like, and, and it was just the way the trailer was cut together. You know, it's like, like this chick honks at him and then he's all mad and then he stalks her like the whole rest of the movie. Right. And it's like, he's, he's like, I'm having a bad day. Um, and, and I'm just like, oh my God, this looks like the dumbest, like straight to video movie. Like they're just trying to capitalize on being the first movie out the gate when theaters reopen and I'm not expecting much. And I'll tell you, man, sitting in that theater, me and Geeky Pat went and saw it. And about halfway through the movie, um, I, I was like, dude, I am enjoying this way more than I thought I would. <laughs> and, and he was like, I know, right? <laughs> and I was like, we were both just like all giddy, like what's going to happen? What's going to happen? And the it seeing the movie in its full context, I mean, I know what the trailer was trying to go for, but the movie plays out so much better than that. I mean, it is just a thrill ride. It's a dude at the end of his wits and all it took was her honking at him to really push him over the edge to be like, yo, I'm having a horrible day. My life is complete shit. And now you're going to pay for just being rude. Like he gives her a chance to apologize. And she's like, fuck you. I ain't apologizing. And he's like, all right, <laughs> all bets are off. And he just goes at it. And it's, it's a thriller and it's action packed. And I had a hell of a fun time with this movie. So unhinged number eight up in this piece. So, uh, friggin', did you ever even see this one? I haven't seen it yet. It's been on the, the list of rental movies, and I've damn near clicked it a couple times, only because of what you talked about. Because 
the the description you gave it before you went into the film that's how i felt about the film the whole time as well yeah um but because of how much you talked about it uh on your show i was thinking this might be something worth giving it a shot and um unfortunately uh it just didn't make the cut i was uh, like gonna click it and i'm like oh let me see what this is for instead and you know i just kept clicking other things um i, I probably will give it a shot uh here soon uh but i have not watched it just yet all right Peeps, I guess you haven't seen this one yet. <laughs> Correct. I, I haven't seen it. Um, I've, you know, when I first heard about it and I was listening to some, you know, some, some YouTubers talk about it, it reminded me of uh, that, that older movie, Falling Down, the mm-hmm. Ma- Michael Douglas movie. Yes. Yeah. Um, just a movie where a dude, it just has a bad day. And the whole movie is just, just his downhill spiral. And it seemed, again, I like the Falling Down movie. It, it mm-hmm. seemed very, very similar. I, I don't know if, the Russell Crowe dude is like the, the the bad guy. If we're supposed to be actually, um, you know, like feeling sorry for him, I, I have no idea how they how they play this, and I am kind of curious how they do it. But uh, yeah, yeah I, I haven't actually seen it. it. You know, now that you brought it up, yeah, that that, that definitely would be on my one of my yeah. movies. Yeah, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for this one to go on sale a little bit on Vudu so I can pick it up. I don't want to spend twenty bucks on it, but <laughs> I'm like, as soon as it goes on sale, I will purchase go. this one. Nice. Uh, it's a fun ride, man. If you just go into it and and you know in the first five minutes of the movie like where it's going and and where his headspace is at, and it's different. It's different than what you expect based on the trailer and. So yeah. yeah, I mean he he's a bad dude. He's a bad dude. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you right. know, but 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 he's there for reasons. So they 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 try to explain it, but he he a little cray cray. He a little cray cray. <laughs> All right, so we're moving into the top seven now, so peeps can join join the party. At this point. All right, so All right. Uh, bring it know, in. How about uh, I will just pass it to you then, and we'll we'll loop you in at that point, and we'll have you go number seven, buddy. You're gonna pass it to me? Well, I do say, though. Um, all right, so uh, let's go ahead and kick this off. Speaking with the DC animated films, um, I don't know if any of you guys ended up seeing this one. I was super excited about it when it came out, and I was like, y'all need to see this. And you guys are like, we'll get to it, dude. We'll, we'll get to it. <laughs> Pandemic. Uh, there's other stuff we're worrying about. We'll get to it. And y'all, nobody ever said anything about this movie, so I don't know if you guys saw it. But the, uh, the Justice League Dark Apocalypse mm-hmm. movie war um yes that's my number seven um man like as as stated the dc films i just feel like they just somehow are just getting better and it's crazy because they're really good from back with the uh the flashpoint um movie where these are kind of all connected kind of but not really but kind of um all the same voice actors are returning so you know i'm sure they are connected but they're very loosely connected but man like this movie goes hard and i had no idea that it that constantine was the main like character um in this and i I thought it was going to be like a superman batman story but no it just follows john constantine and i know nothing about not that i know nothing about him but i haven't seen enough of of constantine like friggins and 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 geeky pad have to to know anything about him but like i want to see a a a constantine movie like with this character like he's it it's really fun um i i would like everybody you know to check this out and again even though all these movies are connected you you don't have to watch any of the other movies to really understand what's going on like it they they you go into it never seeing any of the other animated dc films and 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 you're good to go and it's this is like a a rated r um 
film as well. So things that Fred, uh, you know, Fred always talks about, oh man, they should make it rated R. And we always laugh about Star Wars being rated R and <laughs> roll our so eyes to that concept. But so man, you want a, you want a, a cartoon character animated movie with people getting torn in half and yeah, but they go, they go hard in this movie. So uh, yeah, Justice League Dark Apocalypse War of the Justice League Dark. I haven't seen this one yet. Um, it Damn is definitely you. on my list. I keep waiting for one of my buddies uh, to to get it so I can watch it for free. But <laughs> um, I, I'm going to check it out eventually at some point. And th- the reason I didn't watch it is because I also love the DC animated movies, but I like the one-offs that are not connected. So after Flashpoint, a little fun fact for you. They, so like you mentioned, um, the the little DC world from Flashpoint to to that movie has been you know the same actors doing the voices and this this continual story. Um, you know the 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 DC animated universe um, and then they release these one-offs that are based on popular comics like the Red Sun where it's not connected but this Justice League Dark one that you're talking about is actually the uh, the bookend piece for this connected world so now they're supposedly stopping that connected world and now it's um, going back to something else which we don't know about yet but um, but that is peeps and and i'm not sure maybe it said this in the in the movie or not but that is the end of that continuation uh, of that world that may or may not be very apparent at the end (laughs) all right i'll have to check it out and see so i did see this movie um i thought it was just okay (laughs) i didn't really (laughs) care for it that much so um it was all over the place for me i mean like all these random characters just popping up that seem to have nothing to do with each other just there to be there um, they can be in there yeah yeah just trying to f- have a bunch of names pop up i mean i did dig that it was mostly around constantine and even like raven like uh, i like that there was those you know different focuses from some of the other major characters but overall uh i, I had higher expectations for it because i did hear a lot of great things about it so that's why i jumped in because i really don't rush to see the animated movies super often and but i heard so much good stuff about that one that I really wanted to see what was up and yeah, I walked away from that one. Just kind of, eh, it was, it was, I, right. so it did not what, make my list. <laughs> what I'll say about all the little, the little uh, cameos that pop up, like a lot of people die in this. And I think that's kind of the reason, you know, you know, Oh, there's a character that pops up. Oh, it's a, it's a fa- Oh, he did, <laughs> you know, and, and fans of the comics, you know, seeing, ah, sorry, but like swamp thing pop up like, Oh, he's bad at, and then, get taken out you're like oh shit (laughs) this is kind of a big deal so yeah cool i'll have to check it out there you go all right friggins number seven to continue on with our animated films uh i will throw in my number seven which is also an animated film this was actually number one for a while um and peeps once i say this you're gonna be like oh of course uh mortal combat scorpion's revenge this was oh, of course freaking amazing thank you peeps um it's a uh, correction mortal kombat legends scorpion's revenge um if you haven't seen mortal kombat and if you are a fan of the mortal kombat watch this animated film from the opening scene i instantly got felt like i got everything i've ever wanted in a in a mortal kombat movie of sorts um and it is centered on the character scorpion but in a, and, and without, again, not giving too much away because I want you to watch it. It's like if you took the original 90s Mortal Kombat movie 
And then you kind of did almost the same thing, but you throw in Scorpion as a main character and um, you also amp up the violence to where there's like Quentin Tarantino style blood flying all over the place. Who's um, got a bird thing? He does not. He has the chain, which is better version. Um, so, you know, sticking more true to the characters. Um, it, it was very, very entertaining. It will, it's super violent and, uh, you know, has the, a lot of the really popular characters involved in it. Um, so definitely worth a watch, especially if you're a big Mortal Kombat fan like myself. Um, so that's my number seven. Fun. Okay. Uh, I, I would check this one out. I have not seen it yet, though. Uh, I, I do want to see it just because of how violent you said it was. <laughs> and I'm curious. To it's see worth it. it. <laughs> Especially the opening that aspect. Right off the bat, too. It's, it's great. <laughs> <That's Nice>. fun. <laughs> I, <clears throat> fortunately, I'm sorry, Fred. Uh, sorry. I, 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 haven't, I haven't seen this. Uh, you have been ranting and raving about this movie ever since you've seen it. Um, I have not. And I know you're a huge, not just Mortal Kombat fan, but like Scorpion is your dude. So I'm sure that's why, you know, you were super stoked about this. I have not been, I'm not a big Scorpion fan. Um, I've always, I've like more of the villain Shang Tsung, um, you know, reptile characters in, in Mortal Kombat. So uh, another movie I forgot about. It came out. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll check it out. But just, uh... Put it on the list. It's good. You'll like it. Uh, it's such a big ass list. All right. It's on the list. It's on the list. <laughs> His list never ends. <laughs> All right. My number seven uh, is another March movie uh, before the theaters shut down this past March. Um, I was really interested in it, and it ended up being a really amazing film. And that is the Ben Affleck movie, The Way Back. Uh, The Way Back was an amazing movie. He is fantastic in it. It's a dude just kind of hit rock bottom, you know, lost his wife and he's drinking, he's alcoholic. He gets this second chance to coach this basketball team. And of course he's shitty at it at the beginning and it's typical kind of sports, you know, type movie where everything kind of comes together more towards the end, but the twists and turns, the acting, I mean, just, it was just, this movie hit really, really hard. And when I went back and I just kind of looked back over the year, this one stands out big time for me. So uh, the way back is my number seven. I, I absolutely concur with everything you said. I, this is, would have been in my honorable mentions category. Um, it, it really knocked my socks off. I wasn't expecting to enjoy this film as much. Um, it is a hard watch because it, it really dives into alcoholism and the issues and the problems that come along with that. But it is extremely uh, it captivating. And I found myself like I couldn't peel my eyes off the screen. And as per usual, Ben Affleck is, you know, a stellar actor. I mean, you, you, you know, I, I always go back to when you said your argue argument is invalid yeah, Donald, yes, one of your yes. episodes many, many years ago, yes. but I, I ever, especially since Ar- Argo, I've just been like dumbfounded what, what, with what he can do. And he's like true to that form um, in this role. So um definitely recommend watching it as well oh, yeah. what'd you peeps uh haven't seen it um i didn't even know it existed to be honest <laughs> um but uh you know everyone everyone that likes movies likes the accountant and apparently it's the same dude that did that one so mm-hmm. i mean i'm yeah i'm sure it's uh i'm not i'm not putting it on the list yet it's going to be yeah. on the. It's in the. It's in the, the mental list that I definitely oh, you, won't you forget. You need to add it to the list. The res- it's on your reserve list. <laughs> All right. All right. It's a great movie. 
Come on, man. If it makes this top 10, you should be adding it to the list. <laughs> Especially with the year we had. Yeah, right. All right. Well, then let's jump right into number six. So, Peeps, what you got number six? My number six is uh, Friggin's number 10. Uh, that'll be Birds of Prey. So, oh, um, much like, like like Friggin said, I mean, it, it, it was a good time. Like, it, it kind of had me think of, like, you know, the Transformers movies or Triple X, where I, I don't think I went in there for compelling acting and for, like, grand storylines. I, I just wanted to just lose myself to a movie and have fun. And parts that I was rolling my eyes at, like her going into a police station and just glitter bombing everybody to an oblivion. It's like, really? Like, is that how incompetent Gotham City police officers are? Right. But like, whatever, because it was I was I was cracking up like like the whole time. It was ridiculous. So at, at that point, I'm like, all right, brain is off. Yeah, I'm gonna just take it out and just sit, sit it right here next to me, and I'm gonna put it back on when the movie's over. So, um, lots of good times. Uh, and I don't want to like bash it too much because I think people have done that enough. Um, but you know, th- there are things that even Friggins was was you know a little upset with uh, characters that are in it that he wishes would, was portrayed in a different way. But me not knowing anything about a lot of these characters, I just all right, I'll take it. I'll, I'm good with it. Ramona Flowers is in it. I love any time I see her in a movie for yes. some freaking reason, just automatically like, yes, I, I, I'm a fan. So, again, man, it was great. Badass chicks doing badass things, and uh, I don't know. It, it, it was a fun time. It. I don't like that they turned her into Deadpool, I guess is my own, but like, DC doesn't really have a Deadpool, so why not? <laughs> they do now. Whatever. They do now. <laughs> so let's go with it. I mean, I could even see Harley kind of like breaking the fourth wall. Like, why not? I don't know. It's kind of it's pretty fun. So, yes. Uh, I just I just want that breakfast sandwich. I'm still waiting to get my hands <laughs> on that. He's releasing the breakfast sandwich. It looks so good. It looks so good. All right. Well, there you go. Our first revisit uh, that that matched up over here is the Birds of Prey and the fantabulous Little. emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Um, so yeah, making that number six spot right there. So Fred, what you got at number six? Well, first, fun fact: that is actually the only 2020 movie that I have seen multiple times. Oh. I thought that was interesting. Says uh, anyway. Um, so my number six, I have a feeling is going to be on your list, Don. Probably a little bit higher, um, but is Tenant. Um, Tenant was on my most anticipated list uh, of of. of this 2020 year. Um, and unfortunately I did not see it in theater. I know um, you did Don, but I was still being overly cautious and decided to postpone and, and wait for, um, uh, for the, the streaming release. So watching it at home, I think, I think there is probably something that I missed as far as, you know, being on IMAX, like it was intended. Mm-hmm. Um, but nonetheless, Christopher Nolan does not disappoint. Like I, absolutely was enthralled with this film it was confusing as hell and i feel like i should have went to college and got a master's degree or a doctorate before i watched this film because i don't know really what the hell was going on but it was fun it was enjoyable um i was confused a lot but then it would be really cool um so i really liked that whole experience 
he does not hold back either as far as like the speed of the film, um, the level of the vocabulary. I mean, they just go, 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 go. And if you don't pick up on it, too bad. And that's, that is, you know, like a that. hard part of that. But I, I also, like that. yes, I, that's exactly. I like that too, because it's not holding your hand of the audience and walking you through Can't and shoving it. like things in your face every five seconds. They're Logan. like, yeah. Continue, Fred. I'm Did sorry. You have to, do you, can, was I off mute? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I enjoyed it. I thought it was super fun. I I like the fact that they didn't hold our hand. Um, I like the fact that it's confused confused me. Um, you may want to watch it with subtitles, which you can pick up on the words a little bit easier because they go quick. And um, nonetheless, though, it's a good time. I thought it was well done. I love the score. I love the action. I love the shots. Um, and I do uh, feel like I missed something for not seeing it on IMAX. You did. I will say that for sure. The theatrical <laughs> experience of this movie is phenomenal. I mean, it was meant for IMAX. It was meant for the big screen, uh, the sound, the visuals, everything. <clears throat> so, yeah, I saw it multiple times in the theater and it is higher up on my list. So uh, I'll come back around. Um, but, uh, yeah, peeps, have you seen Tenet yet? That is higher on my that is on my top anticipated movies of, of 2020 um 100% with what you were saying I wanted to watch it in the theaters and because I thought my local theater was, was closed down for so long I just I didn't I didn't I didn't and um you know then I, you know, I can now but I just I really wanted to get that theatrical experience I, I miss inception in the movies um I feel like I kind of reg- you know I, I not I feel like I definitely regretted that watching it at home I just kind of wanted some of those dubstep sounds to to be to, to feel that theatrical experience so um but yeah this, this movie man I, I have no I, I love it when I watch a trailer and I'm like I don't know what happened but I want to watch that. Yes. <laughs> and the fact that, again, Fred, like directors and, and writers, how they are able to show us things and let us interpret things for ourselves instead of tell. He actually wants to kill himself because he has been through a lot of mutant activity. I'm not talking about Logan. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Don't I bash just, on that movie, man. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I want to watch it. Okay. All right. <clears throat> well, we'll move in. Now to my number six, and this is uh, fresh for me because this is the movie I actually just saw in the theater this past Friday night. Um, Mm -hmm. And I went in, now this movie came out on Christmas Day, so even though I saw it in 2021, it was technically a 2020 film. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, this is a movie that was supposed to come out earlier in the year, obviously got pushed back due to the pandemic, Uh, but I always thought it looked really, really good. But man, I was blown away at how good it was. And uh, my number six is Promising Young Woman. Um, this is uh, a film that is super duper intriguing. Um, this is basically the premise is around a, a woman who um, lost her friend due to... Um, actually, they're very vague about how she lost her, but, but what it was is um, while they were in college, her friend was um, taken advantage of by some dudes And so she ends up kind of almost like going out and she pretends she's drunk to kind of get back at these guys that are trying to take advantage of women that are, you know, drunk or kind of out of, out of their wits. So um, she's kind of getting payback um, from a specific group of people. And um, it's, it's super intriguing. I don't want to give too much away. I'm trying to stay kind of spoiler free on it, but um, just watch the trailer. You get a good grasp on kind of what they're going for. And I loved it. I, I just thought 
it was super intriguing the way it played out. And it's a movie that really takes a real hard left turn kind of towards the end. And I was like, wow, okay. Like I respect them for kind of going somewhere different and um, hell, hell, hell of a movie uh, that really stuck with me. And just immediately I knew coming right out of the theater, this was going to fall in my top 10. Uh, of the year was just trying to figure out where it kind of fell but yeah number six for me is uh promising young woman that is definitely the shocker for me i was not expecting you to add that one on there um so surprised i didn't get to get the fuck out of here with the red sun um and i was like gonna drop a wtf for that one because that was not expected at all and and i didn't even i don't know anything about this until you just mentioned it right now i haven't i haven't heard of it i will check out the trailer and and take a gander Yes, take a gander. It's very, very interesting. The trailer kind of sets it up very loose, so you don't you kind of get an idea, and and it leaves it kind of good there, so it doesn't really uh, spoil anything, and and just kind of gives you an idea of what what she's doing, which, like I said, is pretty much just trying to get back at these scumbag dudes. <laughs> so hey, I'm already good. I don't need to watch the trailer. I just watch it. So <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's awesome. So that that's one number six. So all yeah. right, let's jump right on into number five. So we'll roll on over to you, peeps. What you got? All right. Remember, everybody, uh, I'm a parent. So the movies that I did see, you know, it's probably from here on in, you know, it's probably going to be a little rough ride. <laughs> but I'm, let, let me tell you, man. And, and again, I know this happens every year, but there is just something about these animated movies, man. It's like I go in there, you know, with my littles and the three of us are just dying, laughing, having such a good time. And then on top of that, on top of the funny, silly things that they throw in these movies, you know, they'll either A, have like really good music or B, actually have a compelling story. And I'm like, this is a, I, I didn't expect to actually get engrossed in this movie, but I end up doing it and I do anyway. So whatever. So Trolls 2, World Tour. Um, I had a blast watching this movie. Um, this was actually, <laughs> this happens a couple times uh, every year, but <clears throat> I'll end up getting the movie and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have it at home. And I'm like, hey, everybody, because they want to watch the same animated or the same anime movies over and over and over again. And when I finally get Trolls 2, I'm like, hey, guys, we got Trolls 2. You want to watch it? Yeah. And then the second, we got, we got, we got Trolls 2. You want to watch it again? They're like, sure, I guess, whatever. I'm like, all right, guys, let's go. So <laughs> I was more excited about watching this movie more than them. Again, soundtrack, I, I love movies with good musical scores to it. And this one it was great. The story was, ah, but it, it kind of had some like, like, I, I don't know. I, I would say like some kind of like World War II, like ours is, you know, better than all. You know, it it is tones to it, and um, you know, it's all about like our music is better than everybody else's music, and we are going to get rid of everybody's music. So only our music is the music that that everybody will just it'll just be the one above all or whatever. So it's I don't know, kind of sinister, kind of dark, but very you know, play jokey, and um, you know, it's I like the first trolls a lot, and I I like this one too. So (laughs) two tears in a bucket. Fuck it. I said fuck it. And I like Trolls 2 in the same sentence. So, yes. <laughs> Ooh. All right, all right. Did you see it, Fred? No. <laughs> no, no. I, I do like watching animated films. And, you know, the songs were the intriguing part for me. But, no, nah, I didn't end up um, taking I still haven't even seen the first one, to be honest. Okay. 
Well, I, I saw Trolls 2, and I'll agree. It's a really fun movie. And it's a good time. It would never make my top 10 in a million years. But, uh, but um, I mean, this, this was a fun one. I mean, my daughter absolutely loves this movie to death. Uh, this was one of the first movies after the shutdown uh, that was straight to VOD. This is when Universal yeah. pissed off all the movie theater chains because they were like, right. it was supposed to hit theaters, and then the theater shut down, and they said, F it, we're going to premium VOD, rent it for 20 bucks for 48 <laughs> yep. hours. And I rented it. My daughter watched it twice in that 48-hour time because uh, she really, really liked it. And then a couple months later, I bought it when it came out. Um, so we've seen it multiple times. She has the little guitar and plays the songs and stuff. The story always, it was funny to me because it felt very Infinity War. Like the rock chick was just trying to collect the, the, the stone, the Infinity Stones. Much, yeah. <laughs> Together yeah. her gauntlet, which was the guitar. Yep. Yep, yep. Um, so, you know, um, but yeah, no, it's definitely a fun ride. All the different music genres were great. And um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's a fun movie. I mean, definitely one of the better kid movies of the year for sure. So trolls world tour baby yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right fred what you got number five well actually keeping up with the theme of animated films that pull at the the heartstrings um and and have good music as you mentioned Uh, i wish it would have had maybe a little bit more music but um i my number five is number is uh soul um this is a film that i knew absolutely nothing about um i threw it on with literally I mean, I think I saw a poster for it and maybe that's it. And I had no clue as to what was going to happen with the film. And like within the first 15 minutes, I was, I, like something happened and I look over and I'm like, did, did that just happen? And then like it goes on from there. And I, ha- I was in for a total surprise ride watching this thing because I, that, I think part of the reason it hit so well for me was the fact that I knew absolutely nothing about it. And honestly, I think that if I had seen a trailer, um, it may have impacted my experience of it. But it, everything that was happening was kind of like unexpected, especially in the beginning. Um, and then going from there, I just really got into it. And it really hit uh, on those heartstrings for me. Um, I think it, caps, it encapsulated so much. There was just really good um, jokes in it. There was good music in it. There was... Um, I like the story. So it had a little bit of everything for, for me. And um, that makes my number five. So. Okay. Uh, I will say, uh, yeah, I saw soul Christmas day. My daughter liked it. Um, me and my wife, we were like, eh, it was, it was all right. <laughs> um, it just, uh, I mean, not, not a bad movie. I gave it three and a half out of five. I mean, it was, it was good. Um, it just, I don't know. It, it's not one that I feel is going to have any kind of replay value. Um, if it's very dire in a lot of parts and for a kid movie, it's very heavy. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, but, but done beautifully, obviously it's a Pixar film looks great. So, I mean, but yeah, this uh, would not be anywhere near my, my top 10 for the year, but uh, yeah. Well, That's fair. I, I, I know peeps kind of, I think, I think kind of similar vibes, but uh, <laughs> what, what you got on soul? I'm I'm 100% with you, Don. Um, I, this movie was on uh, my number seven for most anticipated. Um, for yeah, I remember you were the first one that talked about it last year. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, just the 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 cast, Jamie Foxx. I mean, I love his music. I love his him as actor. Like, I Pixar. <laughs> like, I was really excited about this movie, but um, I, I unlike you, Fred, I don't feel I got enough music. I wanted, but it's a Pixar movie. They're not. They normally don't right. have like. They're not musical 
uh, film. So, but I still wanted more jazz, more blues. And I, I think I found myself overall, I just literally finished watching it an hour ago. My kids want to keep watching it. Um, I, I, I don't like Jamie Foxx's character. He is self-centered and th- he only thinks about himself. And I, I don't want to spoil it for those that have seen it, but the way that it ends, like, I don't see any character growth. You know, like, that, that's the whole bit is that he's, you know, you see it from the trailer, um, you know, he, he, he dies and he wants to get back to his body. And he's, you know, he, he's only focused on that. And I don't like the journey that he takes. I, I, I don't. And like I said, the, also the, the lack of music. And I feel like a lot of the humor kind of fell flat. And uh, it, 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 I wanted it to go a specific direction, and it did not. So, um, okay. yeah, not, uh, not too much of a fan. But again, it, all the other pieces, they, like it, the music that it did have was great. It was animated. Um, you know, Tina Fey was okay. It felt like she was trying to channel Dory a little bit. I don't know. But um, it, 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 you know, it, it was fine. It, it was fine. You know, I, I don't, I didn't have a bad time watching it. I don't have a bad time rewatching it. I just, uh, being in Pixar and being, you know, this, this movie I was really looking forward to just didn't, I had higher expectations than you. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had none. And I, like I said, without the trailer, I think that helped um, because now it's like one of my favorite Pixar films. I just thought it was great. And see, and I, th- I think Pixar has been on a kind of a rough slide for me, man, because I didn't care for Onward. And I did I, correct. I, and now soul. So I'm just like, they're two for two this year that I'm just like, <laughs> you know, hoping, uh, hoping the next one <laughs> knocks it up the park there. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. So, all right. My number five is, is going back to more of the beginning of the year. So I'm, I'm glad that it kind of stuck around and it held its place down through and through uh, of 2020. This one came out back in February. So it's almost a year old at this point. And my number wow. five is The Invisible Man. Oh. So um, this one here, just uh, directed by Lee Wanall, who did Upgrade and I absolutely loved Upgrade last year. And uh, his take on this, you know, bringing back something that we've seen done a bunch of times, but just the way Elizabeth Moss plays it in this movie, how scared she is and how no one believes her and no one trusts her. And I love how they use technology to make him invisible. This wasn't just some hollow man like Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, like this was, you know, he's got this suit that's got reflective cameras and, and just, you know, that, that this could really happen uh, with a, with a tech giant doing and stalking her and it's creepy and uh, it's violent. And it just, uh, I absolutely love this film. It's one of my favorites, obviously. And yeah, so I've I've rewatched it at home since it came out and it holds up and, yeah, absolutely love it. So The Invisible Man is my number five. Um, I'll jump in. Um, it, it is a bit higher on my list. And again, my unfortunate list, like this movie probably would have been like maybe like my, my, my five or six, I think if I had a normal list, but because I don't, it's much higher. Uh, but there are some pieces of it, you know, I can you know, touch on when, you know, when I get to it. But uh, I, I mirror 100% everything you said, Don. I also saw this film. I waited uh, until it came out on, on streaming. Um, but I, this is our reverse of Soul, where I'm, you know, how Peeps was with Soul. Like, I didn't like it almost at all. Um, there was things that, I, which is weird, because everyone was talking good about it. Everyone I was seeing on Twitter was like, this was so good and so interesting and so different. 
And while I agree with it, like that it was different and it was, um, I like the technology aspect that you mentioned as well, but like I, it didn't hit on anything that I really like. I'm not a big horror genre fan as that much, although there are a lot that I do like, but um, this was not one of them. Uh, I, I, without giving spoilers or anything, I, I was, uh, I did like the ending. Um, I, I kind of saw it coming from my way, of course, but um, I did like that. I thought that was interesting. Uh, but overall, I just couldn't really get into it all that much. Um, again, it was fine. I didn't hate it or anything, but it just it didn't really do much for me. It's always so interesting with these lists, man, to see how things affect us all. So I agree. Yeah. I love it. So great. That, that's the best thing about film is so like, we see the same thing and we have different reactions. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. All right. Well, we will shift into number four. So, peeps, what you got in the full spot? All right, you guys ready for the first get the fuck out of here? I'm scared. Actually, you are. Did the Trolls one get that? He knows I mean, what it is. He knows what it is. So, um, yeah. So, number four, and again, you know, modified list, but my number four is a movie that was supposed to come out some time ago, but it got pushed back. And then it was supposed to come out even less time ago, and then it got pushed back. And then it got pushed back a lot. But um, it, it ended up going straight to streaming. I think it. I, I think it had a theatrical release, but you know, with everything else, it was probably at two theaters that nobody went to. A lot of people dislike this movie. A lot of people that I know and I hold close to my heart dislike this movie. Um, I will. Ha- I will have a little moment to explain why I like this movie. But uh, that movie is as my number four is New Mutants. Um, Get the fuck out of here. Oh, no. No, no. I'm with you on this one. I like this pick. <laughs> I thought you were going with a different movie at this point. But, so uh, did I. So did I. But, um, uh, so, oh, yes. Yes. So, okay. So, all right. Let me just get back, get right into it. I mean, um, when I first heard, God, man, we, we have been talking about this movie for some time um, on air, off air, and it's the movie that I feel like nobody really asked for. Nobody really wanted, nobody had any kind of faith in um, even after the, the first trailer came out and some of us were like, yeah, cool. And other of us was like, get the fuck out of here. You know, I, had, I had no expectations going into this and you guys saw it before I did. And you're like, poo trash. Don't even waste your time. Um, I go and I watch it and I, 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 I set it up at home and I get, I get a nice little bowl of cereal and I'm, I'm, I'm eating it and, Man, I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed this movie. Um, I, I, I liked the characters. I, I feel like they did a good job at introducing us, like you know, kind of Guardians of the Galaxy style, um, introducing us to each character and slowly throughout the film, giving us a little, um, uh, a, a little piece of each character's backstory and who they are. Um, I loved, um, God, what's her name's uh, magic character? I, I don't know her, her real name, but she's also... Ileana. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, oh, Anna uh, Taylor-Joy, or Anaya, Anya Taylor-Joy. Anywho, <laughs> she was great. I loved her and, and, and her little puppet that she was talking to the whole time. And again, like, are they in a psych ward? Are they being protected? Are they being used? And like they 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 tied this into to Logan, um, actually using footage from Logan, and I thought that was like pretty fun. Um, it, it was very confusing, but at the very end, when they kind of explain everything that's going on, it's like wow, that okay in the world of mutants and in the world of 
they are literally these magical beings that can just do whatever the F they want. Like it made sense. And I, 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 I highly enjoyed it uh, from the, you know, the, 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 the quintessential relationship, you know, that happens in, in every like movie like this, you know, it's a little bit different because it's same sex, but you know, I, I thought that was built up pretty well. And, this the, even the douchebag um, sunspot character that I hated throughout the, uh, the the whole movie, like he ended up becoming like like a, a character that I enjoyed. Like I want to see these characters in the future. I truly, truly do. Um, yes, big CGI monster battle. I've been saying for a longo time. Oh, like I, I, I wish they would just stop doing this at the end of a movie. We don't have to fight a giant CGI monster in our comic book films, but that's what they did. And that's what they do. And fine, whatever. Uh, that, that is the sin. I will give this movie um, outside of that. I, I had a blast. I, I, I liked them all. I thought their acting was fine. I didn't even see reshoots, you know, fantastic four. There was I saw, no reshoots. There was no reshoots. I thought they did do reshoots, no? No. There was plans to do it, and after it got pushed back like five times, they just said, fuck it. <laughs> We're just going to put it out the way it was. Okay. <laughs> got it, got it. So, uh, But they did change it, right? They kind of like changed the, the tone, was it? Um, no. Okay. There's, there's right. the original director's cut. Yeah. All right. So, ah, shit. I, 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 I did enjoy it. Um, so, uh, yeah. I want to clarify, peeps. When you say you guys didn't like it, you are specifically referring to Don and Pat because I also liked it a lot. I, I, it was Don, Pat, and the and the general public, general okay. world, rest of the world, <laughs> like ninety-seven percent of the world. So, okay, okay. I just wanted to clarify that I was on your boat with you, and three, I enjoyed 3 it as well. percent of us. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was fun as well. It has Cannonball, who's one of my favorite characters, so it was really cool to see Cannonball. Uh, Magic, of course, was amazing. I was so excited they did the metal arm, the sword, Lockheed, the the purple dragon puppet thing. So cool, um, you know, and it was a surprise for me because of all the bashing it was getting. I mean, there were people were just like, this is the worst movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, have you seen knock knock? Cause that was pretty garbage. Sorry, Don. I know you like that movie, <laughs> but no, anyway, I'm with you peeps. I just wanted to throw that out there. I did see it and I'm on your boat. Uh, I will say, you know, I, I, it is not truly a get the fuck out of here moment. Um, I, I did not hate the film. Geeky Pat hated the film. Like we walked out, he was like barely two stars. Like this movie sucks. Um, I, I, I enjoyed it. My biggest beef was just that there's really no action in the movie until the last 10 minutes of it. You know, it's very, very slow. And for an X-Men movie, I just expected more. Um, I, I don't think it's any of the kids faults. I just didn't really connect with any of the characters. They were all very boring. Everybody was so sad and just, Oh, I mean, this and broken. Yeah. Yeah. And it just, it was just like, Oh my God. Like, so it just, there was nothing really enjoyable about the movie. <laughs> it was just very blah. Um, and then those last 10 minutes, I absolutely loved when people started using their powers and they were fighting the, the big bear. And, you know, so I was like, okay, cool. Like what this could have been, you know, and I do like the ties to Logan and I like that they were trying to link it a little bit. Um, it just, I don't know, man. I think once again, this was a, this suffered from an anticipation being too high. And then after all the pushbacks and all the time, and honestly too, this was the first movie I saw in the theater when they reopened um, in August, you know? So I was super, super stoked and was like, yes, we're going to the movies again. And honestly, like you would almost think that 
any movie would have been really cool to like just be sitting in and be like, I'm back in the theater. Um, but it almost made me more pissed off because it was just like, <laughs> man, like I waited all this time and I'm just disappointed walking yeah. out of the movie. Um, I can see that. Yeah. I mean, it just, like I said, I gave it three out of five. I thought it was good. It just, it just let me down compared to what I expected it to be. And, you know, um, this one was 50% off for Christmas. So I did buy it and add it to my voodoo collection because I had to have a complete X-Men set. <laughs> I missed that. Dang it. Oh, yes, yes. I got it in 4K for nine bucks. So <laughs> I was like, nice. Hey. Um, yeah, so so it's not, I don't think it's horrible. I don't think it's one of the worst movies of the year, but definitely was a disappointment for me. So, um, but happy that it made your number five or what, four. Was it four? four. Yeah. Four. <laughs> All right. All right, Fred, we'll pass it back to you. What's your number four? <sighs> number four was Alexander Hamilton. Hamilton, I freaking okay. loved <laughs> it. Wow. <Okay>. Yes. <laughs> I Talking loved about blindside. It. <laughs> it blindsided me. I mean, I, I've heard people talk about it for so long. I wanted to go and see it live for a while now um i missed the boat when it was uh here in arizona um so it wasn't uh my friend saw it i'm pretty sure it was arizona no not i don't and i know it's not my the wife, original my cast. wife sees all the shows and uh, actually 2020 was the first year it was going to come i could have sworn you saw it in phoenix uh, well it was in relatively close distance that my friend that lives here in arizona <laughs> was able to drive and go see it so wherever he saw it yeah. i wouldn't want it i was just talking to some Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's a Phoenix release at some point. But anyway, uh, I wanted to see it. I missed the vote. And then when I saw that it was dropping on Disney Plus, I got super excited. Um, and I did not, though, expect for it to hit me as much as it did. Um, you want to talk about good acting? Like, you got to sit down and watch this movie. The, the, and again, I know it's like, it's, I have a hard time calling it a movie because yes. it's a play, but it is <laughs> in movie form. <laughs> um, so, uh, and they do d- different things with the camera and everything to, to, to try and capture a play in a cinematic way. And I think it's cool because you get the experience of a play, but kind of like the best seats in the house because you're seeing so many different angles. I really like what they did with the camera. Um, the songs are phenomenal. If you've only ever heard the songs, um, it would st- I would still recommend watching this because when you're seeing the persons that are playing them and you see the story unfolding in that way, like when it's just the words, it, it, it it's different in your head. And when you see the actual actors playing it, um, it makes it so much more sense. And also the acting is phenomenal. I mean, you're talking top level acting for every single one of these people and the the singing to see what they can do with words is just mind-blowing like some of the songs i'm just sitting there like how did they remember this and even if you tell me that this was edited because it's a movie the guys that do the play it's not edited and most of everybody that was involved had done it in some shape or form so like it is just an astounding piece of entertainment and i was completely blown away i was captivated i was crying like it hit every emotion like i was did you not know that he died (laughs) (laughs) no spoiler alert guys sorry (laughs) 
I knew the history that he, you know, what happened to him, but, um, but no, I mean, it just hit, it's emotional in that way. And there's just a couple of different actors that like, I've seen him cast in, in some upcoming things and I'm like, Oh, that dude was in Hamilton. He's so good. Um, so yeah, I would definitely recommend it if you have, a, it is a long watch, but even if you took breaks and, you know, came back to it and whatnot, it's worth it because like it, it is at the place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's got an intermission in the middle. I literally watched through it the whole entire thing nonstop. I was that into it. And um, I, I just thought it was fantastic. So that's my number four. Dope. What do you think, uh, peeps? It's, it's, it's a really good movie or, or film or play. It's really good. It's great. Um, uh, the uh, Lynn man what is his name? Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yes, um, did not know that he was uh, like one of the, the uh, probably like the main composer for like the Moana movie, which I absolutely love that mu- the music of that movie. And there is a couple movies that he's uh, kind of tied to coming in uh, 2021 that he is the um, you know, musical. Yeah, he's doing the songs of. for the new Little Mermaid. Um, oh, yeah, wow. his his original play in the Heights is one of the movies coming out later. In yeah, the- has one of the actors from. Um, from- Yes. Hamilton, yep, yep. That's one so, of the HBO Max, WB movies. I, I, you know, this is one of those movies where it popped up on social media. All my friends and and everybody was talking about. It. I'm like, just what is it? Five minutes into it, all right, I get it, y'all. I get it. I get it. Right. <laughs> and so I, I enjoyed it. Had a good time. Um, I, I just, it probably not enough. I was thinking maybe like throw maybe I'll have a top eight in there and, and throw that one in there. But um, it's uh like for me like I. I I like plays, but I don't like plays that much um, to like be excited about, about it. And it, it, I was a bit bored um, at, at some of the, the talking points in it. And I, I lost my attention a few times and they started singing. I'm like, okay, all right, all right we're back. We're back. So um, <laughs> well, yeah, the it funny was... thing is, is they actually never stop singing. It literally is song to song. There's no, there's no spoken dialogue. In yeah. They're like kind of like <laughs> rap talking. Like this, yeah. Rap that's talking. It's cool. Yeah. So that, cool. That's what I thought. That was my biggest like, whoa, like moment out of it. It was that it is almost three hours long and it, they never stop. There is no spoken dialogue. It is literally just track to track to track. I'm like, how do you compose that? Right. Uh, it's phenomenal. Um, I will Incredible. say, so, so going back to it, I mean, it, it's good. It's very, very good. The songs are good. Um, it definitely has some boring points. Some of the songs, some of the stuff was a little uh, to get through the less catchier stuff <laughs> um, and just how damn long it was. <clears throat> it's cool that Disney Plus released this one early. It actually wasn't even supposed to come out till next year. Um, and because of the pandemic, they were like, we're going to throw you all a bone and give you something on Disney plus. I mean, honestly, they recorded that in like 2016. It's old as shit. Yeah. <laughs> so they just yeah. sitting on it. Um, <clears throat> I just, it's a stretch for me to call this a movie. Um, this is, this is a play. I mean, it was just recorded. They sat a camera up in the back of the theater and just recorded it. Um, I mean, it's not really a movie. Um, so it's hard for me to, to judge it or like, like this one would have never even crossed my mind to put onto a list, you know, like, I mean, it's just kind of one of those side kind of things that, I mean, as much as I hate putting animated stuff on, the, on this list, like yes. a, a, pl- a recorded play, like, I mean, if they would have adapted it to a real movie, then yes, <laughs> but uh, a recorded play, I don't know. It's a stretch for me, which I'm, I'm sure they're going to do. 
I'm sure, but I I have to disagree with you because I feel like they didn't just put a camera in the back. I know you're, you know, oversimplifying, but they had different (laughs) angles. They zoomed in. They put a couple cameras in the back. (laughs) And they said, camera one, three, two, back to one. But also, like Oscars. Yeah. I still think this, I mean, it it was the same as watching... the same as watching Romeo and Juliet where like they're recanting Shakespearean dialogue through the whole entire film. Like they add scenes and costumes and stuff for that. But like, I get your point, but I'm just saying to me, I still think it was a movie and I think it was damn good. You have that right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. uh, We're going to get to my number four right now. This movie here, a big, big pleasant surprise um, that I was not expecting. I mean, I thought the movie looked good, but I never thought it would be as good as it was and just a really fun time watching it. This was supposed to be theatrically. It ended up going to premium VOD, and that is Love and Monsters. So absolutely loved this movie. Um, This movie is very much akin to, like, Zombieland. Like, it just replaced zombies with monsters. It's post-apocalyptic. It's the, you know, these... Uh, meteors have come down and they've mutated literally like all the creatures in our world and um, and everybody's living in bunkers most of the population's been destroyed and of course his girl is in another bunker way way ways away and he's got to make the trek to go try and find her and obviously try not to die from all the crazy creatures that are out there but it's funny it's action-packed it has a ton of heart um, it just, it was such a big, pleasant surprise for me, man. And, and just a lot of the characters that pop up, I mean, Dylan O'Brien's fantastic in this. It's got the chick from Iron Fist. She is fantastic in this. Um, Yondu pops up in this. I mean, it just, yeah. it's got a lot of people that just kind of pop in and out. And it's just, like I said, it's fun. If you like that kind of zombie land vibe, you know, where it's action packed, but it's funny at the same time. Um, I think you'll really, really dig this. And I was easily one of my favorite movies of the year. So Loving Monsters at number four. Um, did you, Brett? You said I'm first. Okay. All right. Um, I haven't seen it. Um, it's on the list. <laughs> that is, it's number two on the list. It truly, truly is. Um, it literally has two of the best, my, my, my favorite ingredients in movies. Yeah. Love and monsters <laughs> I, I i am a big i'm a big wow. mush mush when you know we have an action movie or or, or a, a non-romantic comedy movie where like love is the driving factor of like the main character or their um you know their passion that thanos um my favorite you know comic book villain in the comic books is driven by love so it's it's a thing that i i i i, I love and I, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I, it's funny because I was, I was on my voodoo's and I was looking through things coming, and I, I, I really enjoy watching horrible trailers to movies and 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 putting that on the movies i'm going to watch list like uh what was it friggins the uh the velocipaster oh my gosh yes and uh you know like santa jaws you know they're great horrible movies and i saw this love and monsters i'm like god this is going to be bad let me check it out (laughs) holy shit i want to watch this movie (laughs) it's such a good trailer it just it looks great i i can't wait to watch it I i have a feeling this probably would have been my top movie just based off of what I've heard about it and what I am anticipating from it, it, it looks like it'll be my, my cup of tea. 
There you go. Well, I don't know if you heard, but they're changing Godzilla vs. King Kong into a romantic comedy, so it's love with monsters. Mm-hmm. No, I thought it was Godzilla Dude. loves Kong. That's what it is. That's right. <laughs> no, well, Godzilla just... heart Kong. They yes. put like a little stamp of heart over the via. Okay, Godzilla heart Kong. Like blades that come down and then they form. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, so for me, Love and Monsters is on my list. It's actually higher than Ooh. your number four. Uh, I'm going to talk about it now, though, just to get it out of the way since it's on the topic. And I have to say that I love this movie. Um, it is, it, it was a fun, fun time. There are things that happen in this movie that totally catch me off guard that I wasn't expecting from a post-apocalyptic type world. I mean, I'm without, I don't want to spoil anything, especially since you haven't seen it and you have a lot of hype for it, but like, it definitely goes away from uh, your atypical post-apocalyptic kind of storyline. There's some elements that are there, of course, but but things, especially throughout the film, from, from beginning into the middle and then leading to the end, things are happening that I was like, okay, this is when X, Y, and Z is going to happen. And then it doesn't. And I'm like, oh, that person's going to do X, Y, and Z. And then they don't. And like, it's just really interesting to see the take. And I really... Um, like the the love aspect is is kind of emphasized in multiple ways uh, that you don't necessarily expect, and I I just truly truly enjoyed watching it. I think it's even like fun for I think it's like PG thirteen, so it's not like this like super. There are some there's at least uh, one or two gr- gr- gruesome mm-hmm. scenes, but it's not that bad. And um, I think I, I want to say like fun for the family, but not like, you know, little ones, but maybe, I mean, your kids have seen Gremlins, so I'm sure it's probably just as fine. We've, we've watched Krampus. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Then the, I think they would enjoy it. But that's my point is like, it reminds me of the movies I probably would have watched as a kid and really, really loved anyway. I mean, I was watching Predator and Robocop and Aliens as a kid, so it doesn't really matter. But like, um, nonetheless, I think that it, it, it's PG-13 for a reason. It, and correct me if I'm wrong, Don, but I'm pretty sure it was PG-13, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, so it, 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 it is open to mo- like a, a multitude of, of audience um, viewers, and it's, it's just a good time. And I, I absolutely love that movie. All right. Was it your number three? It was not. Um, oh, okay. I was going to try to rewrap this. So that was <laughs> yeah, I appreciate three, that, but no, uh, no. All right. We'll, we'll bounce it back. Peeps, number three, what you got? Uh, my number three is uh, DX's uh, number 10, and that is Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, exactly what Don said, 100%. I was, after seeing his derpy face from the first trailer, and a Sonic, like, what? what is Sonic? Like, anybody who's played the original Sonic the Hedgehog games, it's like, what is the story outside of you're just a dude running around collecting coins and, and <laughs> Chaos Emeralds fighting a fat dude in a robot suit? Like, okay. And oh, the loop de loops. You can't forget about the loop de loops. So I again have no expectations going into this thing. My son has this love for Sonic Tails specifically, but he likes uh Sonic and um you know, going, ah, I'm so angry about it, and I'm like, ah, Super Mario all over again. And man, like it was funny. Like, so funny. And Jim Carrey, back to Jim Carrey, the way that I love Jim Carrey. Um and even Cyclops was, was, you know, like, I, you know, it, it's you know, no, a no. lot of those. That wasn't Cyclops? <laughs> yes, it was. James Morrison. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, I, Donut I, Lord. I, Donut Lord. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, man. Like it. it a lot of times, you know, the, these movies comes out, and you only like the the animated character, and you just. Yeah, Doogie Hauser, I'm sorry, but get off the screen. I want to see the Smurfs. You know, I don't care about anybody else. But this, I liked every single character from the girlfriend to 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 him to the bad guy to Sonic to ah. And I'm why am I excited for another movie? I don't know, but I want another movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was so good. Mm-hmm. So glad that you brought up that Jim Carrey. I know we we I touched on it a little bit when Don mentioned it, but you're absolutely right. Jim Carrey being back to being Jim Carrey was just he stole every scene that he was in and it was just so fun to see him back in action. And and I know actors, they like to branch out and do different things and show their versatility in acting. And I can, I can respect that. But like, as a, you know, as a kid, like I fell in love with Jim, Jim Carrey and living color, everything he did, I just loved. And it's kind of brought back those, those old Jim Carrey. Feels. Well, very much. Definitely. Oh yeah. Well, cool. Cool. That's uh, moving on over to you, Fred, what you got at number three. So number three is a 2020 film. I actually just watched it today, though. So this is the only one that I watched outside of the 2020 range. Um, uh, and I'm so How glad. <laughs> it's only a couple days. Uh, but I'm so glad that I did. I've heard a lot of people talking about the trial of the Chicago 7. And I'm, a, I'm ashamed to say that I didn't know anything about this. And um, I say I, that a lot. <laughs> for a guy listens to an entertainment podcast every single week no he doesn't I, seem to know anything about these films <laughs> let me let me let me rephrase i didn't know i knew there was a movie of it i didn't know about the actual historical event of the trial of the chicago seven um so you know i i briefly remember like in history class maybe like hearing about this or whatnot but um talking uh, or seeing how things played out and especially like the courtroom aspect and seeing um, what happened in that courtroom is infuriating on so many levels. Like I was like yelling at the TV. I was yelling at the judge and just to see the abuse of power and what the, what was happening was just absolutely absurd. And it really got all my emotions going. And maybe, you know, because of the year we've had, and the the big aspect of the the, the protests and the um, the police and the rioting and how you know it's you know can be portrayed that the the protesters are causing all this damage, but at the same time, like the police can do the similar damage, and you know, but that it it was just it really hit home, probably because of the year that we've had and those things that have gone on. But aside from that, like if you look at it at a film standpoint, you have an epic cast. I mean. And the acting from each and every one of them, like they could all win Oscars. It was amazing. I mean, it truly, truly, uh, another example of just seeing perfect acting and from every single character. And again, I mean, I was like, I was in tears half the movie. Some of it was angry tears because I couldn't believe what was going on in the courtroom. And then like other was just, you know, from the sad moments and, and it was, oh, it was, it just, so much emotion in watching this and and there's a few scenes in there that just are it was hard to even watch and um but it's an amazing story um it 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 kind of like woke me up saying man i need to go back to the history books and and look at some of the stuff that has actually happened and um it, it just hit me on a lot of different levels so highly recommend it very very good film 
outstanding act, acting. It's on Netflix, so there's no reason not to watch it. Yeah, it is on my queue. I have not seen it yet. Um, I know it's a heavy movie, and sometimes those heavier movies, it's like you're like, let's find something to watch, and then you're like, uh, I kind of want to laugh, or I just wanted something yeah. less, you know, less depressing. So it kind of keeps getting shifted back uh, on the list, but um, definitely want to see it. I've heard nothing but great things, and like you said, the cast is phenomenal, and uh, I, you know, I know all the major like top 10 list of the year have that one included. So uh, definitely, hopefully see it soon. Well, yeah. recommend it for sure. All right. It's on the list. Cool. It's on the list. <laughs> all right. Uh, my number three, um, this is a movie that I knew would probably be good, but I didn't know how good it would be. And the rewatchability on this is fantastic. It's hilarious. And I love the way that it plays out. My number three is Palm Springs. Um, this movie is phenomenal. Uh, Andy Samberg, um, uh, I forget, Christina Malati, I believe is her name. Um, this is a time loop kind of movie, but does it in such a fun way, in a rom-com kind of way, um, where they're at this wedding and um, Andy Samberg has been kind of going through this time loop and repeating this day of this wedding and she ends up following him into the loop. And so now she's been dragged in and then they're like, hate each other, but they like each other and they hate each other. And, and, and how do we get out of this loop? And it's funny watching it because they played the same day over and over again, but so differently. And the movie's just hilarious. It has great heart. Once again, it's funny. Uh, I mean, it just, it's, I just, when that finished, I was just so happy because at this point, when this one came out, it was kind of in the summer. This is when theaters were all shut down. We hadn't had any new releases in a while. And I was like, oh, I hope this is good. And at the end of it, I was like, this is fantastic. And then um, we went on vacation in July out to California for like a week. And then the people we were staying with, they were, we wanted to watch a movie. And that was the first thought was let's watch Palm Springs. And we threw it on and they loved it. And I just, it's just such a great movie. It's on Hulu. Um, so it's a Hulu exclusive film. Um, and that, and I'm happy because it was a big hit on Hulu. It's one of their biggest, most streamed movies. Um, it's, it's great. I cannot hype it up enough. I mean, definitely being number three out of the whole year. Uh, absolutely love this one. So Palm Springs is my number three. Nice. Haven't seen it. I remember you you were going and going and going about this movie when after you had seen it, talking about like you know how funny it is and how you likes it. So um, yeah, it's on the it's on, it's on the list. <laughs> I, this is one of those movies that I wish I had not seen the trailer. Like everyone was talking about it, and I'm like, let me just play the trailer. I should have just pushed play because literally, like once they showed the twist in the trailer, I I remember like hitting my pillow next to me and being like, son of a bitch, I should have just watched it. <laughs> Poor because there was just a pillow right there. Anyway. Uh, so like, I, I think that, you know, this is because I've talked to friends who have seen it without knowing anything about it. And they were saying like, they had no clue. And when the big twist happens, they're just like, Whoa, what, what, what's happening. And um, they have a really cool way to introduce that with the arrows flying in everywhere. And um, it's just, I, I I wish I would have known nothing about it, but like you, Don, I absolutely love this film. It was a, a, a pure joy to watch for me. And I'm not really big into comedy, so it really wasn't on my radar, but then it has that romantic comedy aspect, which I really like. Mm-hmm. Um, so that hit home for me. Um, and I mean, it 
just completely blew me away. I, I wasn't expecting it. I knew nothing of it. This is one of those every, every year. I feel like there's at least one movie that sneaks into my top 10 that I had no clue about when we did the anticipated list mm-hmm. that I didn't know. It didn't know of existence in any way, shape or form. And this is definitely one of those. So that's, this is coming up on my list here. In a second, oh, good, so. good. But I just I figured like, I'd talk man, about you it. Hadn't that yet. <laughs> and I was like, so you liked it that much, but it didn't make the list. Like, no, no, I'm glad. I'm glad. I mean, yeah, this was such a pleasant surprise, such a fun movie. I can't see anybody really not liking this film. I mean, right. just, uh, um, just the way it plays out. It's so hilarious how they handle the days and, and the chemistry just between Andy Samberg and Christina Milotti is fantastic. They play off each other super well. They're both funny and uh, just watching how it plays out is great. So I highly, highly recommend it on this one. So uh, all right. Well, that's number three. We're going to shift on up. We're in the number two spot now. So, peeps, what you got? Dose. My number two, DX, is your number five, and that'll be Invisible Man. Um, right. I, uh, yes, um, again, mirroring, mirroring everything that you had said um, about this movie. I, I, you know, highly enjoyed it. Um, uh, Friggins, I'm very surprised, you know, that, that – of you saying that you don't like this, you know, knowing you personally and, and, and things that you are interested in. I mean, you like that psychological kind of stuff. And I feel like this movie is less of a horror film and it's more of that psychological thriller. It's all about this dude that again, in their relationship is physically abusing, like, you know, um, mentally abusing to the point where he makes her think that he is reading her mind kind of like it's a horrible terrible situation that I'm, that I'm that they did an amazing job of um you know describing what she had gone through we didn't see anything of their relationship outside of her getting out of the, the beginning of the movie and then just the way that she describes what she had gone through and, and, and the brother expla- describing what he went through as a child. You're just like, this dude sucks. And the fact that, again, we know there's an invisible man, but like, is he or isn't he there? Are, are they doing this artsy movie where this is all in her head kind of thing? So I, I, I very big, huge surprise to me. And, and Don, like you were saying, like, I think that, making it technology was a great, um, you know, spin to the tale because there is that clickety clickety click that you kind of heard in the background every now and then. And in the beginning of the movie, you don't really know what that is. And then it shows that it's a bunch of little cameras and things taking pictures and the way he looked when she poured the, uh, the paint on him, it, it looked like this monster with eyes all over it. Kind of like it looked horror, like it, but it was technology. So it was, it was really fun, really crazy. Probably a moment, moment in there where I had an oh shit moment. And I stood up and I was like this for a good like five minutes. Um, uh, twice I've uh, shown a friend and I've turned on my phone just to kind of like how are they going to react and. You know, they, they great reaction moment there. Um, so yeah, Invisible Man, a very good time, very fun, a blast. And I'm glad that they weren't trying to tie this into the other failures that, you know, or the other one failure, I guess, that we've seen so far. And, <laughs> and this is a standalone uh, remake and it is a remake, you know, and, and Don says all the times when people complain about remakes, you know, like if you like the original, go to the original, you will always have that. Mm-hmm. But this is a, it is a great example of somebody taking original content 
and 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 honoring all of that and then just reimagining it and and then telling their story um and i i i, I love it so all right number two invisible man there you go well you know how we feel about it so we'll move on over to fred your number two sir my number two i already talked about was love and monsters so that did land on the number two spot for me hell yeah love and monsters baby so I, I like at least that we got a couple matching up here in the, in the top five-ish area. So. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, all right. Well, my number two has already been mentioned earlier tonight as well, and that is Tenet. So Tenet falls in the number two spot for me. Saw this one in IMAX. Saw this one in the theater a couple different times. Saw it in IMAX and saw it in Prime. So, I mean, so it is it is a big theatrical boom. Uh, I bought this one when it came out on uh, on home a couple weeks ago. Uh, before Christmas. So um, Christopher Nolan's always been kind of hit and miss for me. I'm not the biggest lover of his, like most people are. Um, I appreciate what he's always trying to do and he's always very out of the box and it's always very different. Sometimes it clicks, sometimes it doesn't. And um, this one just clicked for me as much as it is, like Fred said, it's super confusing. You're just like, what the fuck? Like even seeing it the second time, some stuff was better, but then still there's other moments in the film that I'm still like, why is this happening? Um, but it's fun. Like, I mean, it's action packed. It's just, it's at this booming pace from the very minute the movie starts all the way to the end. Um, so yeah, so absolutely love tenant. And that is my number two. I, I know I already talked about it, but I did want to mention, cause as you were talking, it reminded me, uh, first when you showed that clip or that poster right now, even just seeing the poster, it makes the poster makes more sense to me now. <laughs> <laughs> and then secondly, um, Yes, that or then I guess it's not the poster, but that's well, yeah, it's yeah. a poster on there too. Uh, both both Front images. And back. Yes, and I'm just like, oh, that makes so much more sense. But the, the there was a funny little detail I wanted to add, and, and me watching this, um, I bought it on Voodoo, and I was watching it, and my damn Voodoo kept messing up. So literally, like, I'd be watching it, the movie would stop. And I hit play again and it would jump back like five minutes and <laughs> I like have to rewatch the, the movie. <laughs> so I watched half the movie twice and it did that like throughout the whole fucking thing. It's the new so, movie uh, interactive experience. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> exactly. It kept going back and I'm like, and I didn't put that together until right now. Uh, yeah. I, I, it, it made the movie, it, it, just what you said, interactive experience. There you go. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, we in that number one spot. So, peeps, what you got? I feel oh, like this I, is gonna be a big get the fuck out of here. It, it really is. It really is, guys. Yeah, that's that's. But it's been a rough year for me. Okay. Um. All right. So, number one, animated. I'm gonna just go ahead and spoil that. Um. I do you. I don't know if you see it yet, Don. No, you did see it, and you was like, it ain't even all that. But it's it is all that. And 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 I will I crudes too. Get the it's fuck the, out of here! Oh, really? <laughs> are you are you pulling? Have a, you seen it? Have you number seen it, one movie of the motherfucking year? This dude said crudes to a new age. <laughs> I haven't even seen the first one. All right, so don't don't you got you got no. All right, just, just mute yourself for for five. No, just kidding. Um, <clears throat> first movie it's it's fun it's a fun movie i i like the first movie and then the kids like the first movie and we, we enjoy the the, the crews um second movie man like there i guess like it, this i would just call this like a comedy like it it 
I was laughing so freaking hard on a few of these moments where I was laughing and I was still laughing after the scene had ended. Just I'm like, why? Like, this is so stupid. Why? <laughs> why did that just happen? And I don't know, man. It, they, I, I, in terms of story, it's fine. It's a kid's movie. You know, it's nothing big with that. But like, I I thought that the, the, the computer animation, just where we're going with it, it's, it just looked like a very beautiful movie, but it had this family that spends every moment of their life together and just the the frustrations that they have spending every minute and it, it it's like the Brady Bunch not even the Brady but just any television family that is just stuck together it's like the it's a perfect uh, <laughs> 2020 pandemic COVID movie where everyone's stuck in the house together all the freaking time and just 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 the the hilarity that that ensues and I had a fun time it, from the beginning to the very freaking end to the last big monster fight to where they even put a a, a hilarious joke in that I, I it was so fun it was and that's just it I had a fun time watching it smile on my face the entire time my kids are cracking up and still to this day my son will come up and we do a little thing with the movie and then we're just cracking up a high five and then we just kind of walk off it's 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 a great family film for me and my family and I I and for that reason I love it and I it was my favorite and I will also say this is the first movie only seen two but it was the the first movie i saw after the pandemic or after everything had shut down everything shut down no one was doing nothing i you know get the kids all right guys let's go to the movies it is actually open we watch it we just we get our popcorn we have a blast there's two people in the theater so like it was a great it was an overall great time and um and and that maybe for maybe that's why it's my top but i don't know it was it was a overall loved it awesome all right friggin' anything to add <laughs> the only thing i'll say is i appreciate your passion of these family experiences you know and seeing it and john you've talked about this on your show as well but like how the enjoyment of the watching with your kids impacts the moment and i think that's you know a lot of what this is and and when we're breaking down our 10 top 10 movies we are breaking down what we got out of it. We're not trying to say critically like the Oscars, like this is why this is the best movie or whatever. Like we're talking about the enjoyment that we got out of it. And I love that you stay true to that. And, you know, that's the movie that you had that much enjoyment and that much memory to. So hell yeah. I mean, good on you. I don't know if I'm going to watch it though. (laughs) (laughs) Good on you. Um, Yeah. Crudes. uh, So I have not seen this one. I actually did not see this one because uh, my daughter actually had no want to see it, which made me have no want to see it because <laughs> um, I was the only reason I would have watched it. Um, I was not a fan of the first one and so had no want to revisit this family of uh, barbarians <laughs> and uh, and just uh, this, the sequel just looked horrible. I hated the trailer. It did not look funny at all. Um, and when I showed her and said, do you want to see it? She was like, no, nah, I'm good. So, um, and, nice. and she never usually turns down animated movies. So yeah. um, it, it was kind of shocking. It was one of those rare few that come out every once in a while. But um, I don't know. I mean, 
maybe we'll watch it at home, you know, one day, just looking for something to watch together uh, and we'll see what happens. Maybe it turns out to be a pleasant surprise, but uh, <laughs> I'm very shocked. I, I was waiting for this one to come up. I, I thought this is what you were going to say when it ended up being new mutants. New mutants. So yeah. I was ready. <laughs> and then you were like new mutants. I'm like, Oh crap. That's not what I was waiting for. <laughs> Uh, I was going to hire some, some like AD joke, <laughs> BC, you know, uh, you know, but um, yeah. So interesting. Not what I would have ever expected your number one movie of the year to be. But hey, 2020 like that. Yeah. That's all I could say. Exactly. <laughs> 2020 never, any, never ceasing to surprise me. <laughs> well, I don't have any kids, so it doesn't affect my top list. Um, he only likes 101 Dalmatians. So we'll see if, if 2021, maybe Cruella DeVille will be up there on my list. We'll see. That would um, be like a horror kind of frame, right? Like- <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, so my number one uh, was one we already talked about. I'm sure you put that together already. Um, Palm Springs. Uh, again, not expecting Ooh. that. But my number one, I already talked about it. It's amazing. Love it. Awesome. Great number one, Palm Springs. All right, my number one, um, you know, this one here, more for a nostalgic factor. Um, It was in my most anticipated list. It was one of the few that did not get bumped and we actually got to see in the theaters. Um, And it was just a movie I've been waiting many, 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 many years to see. And I finally got it and it was a fun ass ride. And my number one is going to be bad boys for life. (laughs) (laughs) So we finally got our bad boys back. Um, You know, it isn't my favorite of the trilogy. Number two still stands out for me as the best of the best. Uh, That's my five star right there. Um, but bad boys for life came out in January. It was one of the first ones out the gate and, um, it was just great after God, almost 15 years of not seeing Martin Lawrence and Will Smith together. They were fantastic together. They had that chemistry still. It's a fun action movie. It's hilarious. Um, it's rated R and I love that they kept that flow to it. Um, and I'm excited to see where the franchise goes. Cause there's a lot of rumors that we're getting that fourth one. And, um, I'm just you know, um, like I said, when it came out, I was a little disappointed just because I wanted a five-star movie out of this one. Um, and that's what I had hoped after all this time. But at the end of the day, like I said, looking back on all these films, like in my enjoyment level, um, this was just a ton of fun. I saw it twice in the theater, bought it when it came out. And um, it just create, help, create creates that awesome trilogy that I was hoping for. So Bad Boys oh. for Life, my number one. I saw in the theater as well. Um, I'm a huge fan of the Bad Boys uh, movies as well, and particularly number one. I mean, I I remember my friend and I, we would play like Bad Boys, get the toy guns, and I'd get my shirt and have it open and roll around on the ground like Will Smith. And, uh, you know, Bad Boys first point blank, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, gotta be like Mike. Um, And we just loved that as a kid. So I also. I, I, was, I had high expectations, but I was also worried. And particularly when they brought in the like secondary team, it reminded me of like when Expendables three came out, like they yep. try to shift the movie towards the second team and not the main guys. Yeah. And in this case, I actually really like the secondary team. They, 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 
pulled a fast one on me. One of the ways to get me to like a secondary team is you throw a Vanessa Hudgens in the middle there. And then they gave her like this crazy cool hairstyle. She was like badass with the gun. And I was like, all right, I'm in. Um, but yeah, absolutely. So entertaining. Um, it, it was a lot more fun than I was expecting. And, you know, definitely hit on all the action movie beats. Um, so I could see why that made your number one. Oh, yeah. you, you you didn't get a chance to see this one, did you, Pete? I did. I, so again. I yes, <laughs> this one again. Came out in January. You got no excuse. That, that's the funny thing. Like I thought this was like a 2019 movie, so it's like ah, it's not like I would be able to talk about it on the big, you know. I think year, this was uh, two of my most anticipated. Yeah, yeah. No, I I I, I see that now. So, yeah. But no, I I did not see see it. I it, exactly like Bill and Ted. I didn't see the new Bill and Ted. I I I needed to rewatch one and two because I I remember funny things and I love the chemistry between the two. But I just don't remember like the villain or even what they were doing in those movies. So I I kind of wanted to rewatch those before I watched this one. Um, and, it's better uh, if you just jump into the new one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Same those thing those other two don't hold up very well. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I rewatched the first one, and the intention was to watch one and two and then go watch three. And I, after one, I still have fun with it, but I was like, I don't need to see two. Let's just go to three. <laughs> you didn't want to take the bogus journey. Yeah. <laughs> but Bill and Ted Face the Music is actually pretty funny for the most part. It's cheesy, it's stupid, <laughs> but, uh, what you would expect, but it's fun. Man. Yeah, exactly. It's what they're going for. And, there's, and some of the side characters are actually pretty awesome. All right, well, let's run it down. Uh, so, peeps, uh, let's do your seven through one. What you got? Recap it. All right, number seven, uh, Justice League Dark Apocalypse. Uh, number six, Birds of Prey. Uh, number two, Trolls. Oh, pff, number five, Trolls 2. Here we go. Um, number four, New Mutants. Number three, Sonic the Hedgehog. Number two, Invisible Man. And number one, Crudes 2, A New Age. A New it. Age. Yeah. All right, Friggins, what you got? What's that top ten? So for me, I got number 10, Birds of Prey, uh, number nine, Underwater, number eight, Superman Red Sun, number seven, Mortal Kombat Legends, Scorpion's Revenge, get over here, number six, Tenet, number five, Soul, number four, Hamilton, number three, The Trial of the Chicago Seven, uh, number two, Love and Monsters, and number one, Palm Springs. All right, all right, all right. Okay, so recapping mine, uh, we got number 10, Sonic the Hedgehog. Number nine is Bloodshot. Number eight, Unhinged. Number seven, The Way Back. Number six, Promising Young Woman. Number five, The Invisible Man. Number four, Love and Monsters. Number three, Palm Springs. Number two, Tenet. And number one, Bad Boys for Life. So there's our top tens of 2020 now we're gonna roll into our most anticipated and obviously we ran kind of long <laughs> just little doing bit, those little bit. 10. just a tad <laughs> just a tad so we're gonna we're gonna speed round uh through the anticipated list um i'm thinking let's go 10 through 6 and then we'll do our 5 through 1 and kind of round table that and kind of just uh you know quick thoughts let's not let's not elaborate <laughs> quick thoughts we ha- these, these are anticipated movies you know we and some of these we probably talked about last year as well too um you know we we don't know much about these films other than they're coming for the most part so um so let's jump on into it so um peeps i'll let you start it off man what you got uh let go ahead and run down your 10 through 6 all right 
This is this is the, the mind of peeps, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so number ten is a movie that Don GTFO or get the fuck out of here. You know, several uh, years ago. Um, but yes, that is Hotel Transylvania four. <laughs> Am anticipating it. I'm sorry. I enjoy the series, and the littles enjoy, enjoy the, the series, series as well, man. And I, I I really want to see it. Um, and it kind of sucks because uh, movies from my last year that should have rolled over to this year got bumped for Hotel Transylvania 4. That actually happened. Um, so we're doing uh, 10 through 6, you said, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, number nine uh, was my last year. Uh, because of the teaser trailer, it kind of went down a little bit. The, the music in the teaser trailer bothered me a bit, but I'm still super stoked to see it. Uh, Raya and the Last Dragon. Um, Disney flick uh, looks, looks hella dope. Uh, number eight, uh, Suicide Squad. Um, I mean, dude, the cast, James Gunn. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if I'm supposed to do my, my, my thoughts right now, but I'm going to just keep going. Um, Suicide Squad, number eight. Uh, number seven, a movie I just found out about uh, about you know two hours ago. And just <laughs> reading it and watching the teaser trailer, I am super stoked. And I, I honestly am thinking about putting this higher on the list. But for right now, it's uh, the, the new Disney flick, um, Encanto. That's the one that's uh, produced with the, uh, the musical, um, you know, composed by the, the Lin-Manuel guy. It uh, takes, takes place in South America, it sounds like. So, like, right off the bat, like, the music you can hear, like, in the teaser. And, again, it's got, I think, the director, the guy that did Tangled, another big movie that I like, um, it, Zootopia. Like, a lot of people um, that uh, did some really good Disney movies that I like in the past are in this one. So, and and Encanto. And uh, number, uh, number six, uh, also on my last year, uh, big surprise for anybody that knows me and my MCU loves, is uh, The Eternals. Mm. all righty nice Riggin, what you got 10 through 6 you know this was uh, it was difficult because it was a lot of 2020 was carrying over and like peace some things shifted based off trailers like some trailers brought things down and off the list some things brought things up um so i had some shifting there um and there's even a couple movies that like we're so close like in the heights or or even black adam i wanted to get both of those on the list but i, I actually didn't not 2021 that's what I was going to say. Is there's, Gambit's there's also not things. <laughs> oh, whatever. And they're pulling Spoiler stuff. alert. <laughs> it was hard to create a 2021 list because some of it, I don't know if, like, it says it's going to be 2021, like Black Adam, but, like, I know that it's not filming, so it can't be a 2021. So um, it's it's just confusing. So I hope that I don't have one of those on my list here. But my number 10 is Uncharted. Um, I've been hoping for well, I'm well, on. Sue, definitely tom holland cool game let's do it um number nine tomorrow's war um or the tomorrow war excuse me um this cast is gonna be freaking amazing as well so we'll see how that goes number eight um like you peeps uh raya the last dragon uh now raya was on your list last year not mine but after seeing the trailer i got extremely excited for that uh number seven was dune uh, again, Dune was a little bit lower on my list last year, but after seeing the trailer, it's uh, it, it it continued to be on this list. Uh, number six was, is No Time to Die, the James Bond. So we'll see if it comes out. They keep pushing this thing as well, and uh, that's my ten through six. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, yeah. Th- this list was rough, I'll tell you. I mean, because at first, what I did was I kind of tried to bring over 
what didn't come out from our list last year. And then I started looking at, okay, well, what's was always intentionally supposed to come out in 2021 originally. And that list got bloated really, really fast. Um, so trying to kind of keep what I was expecting, but then also adding in the new stuff. Um, it was rough, man. It was rough. So definitely a lot of honorable mentions, you know, you mentioned oh, yeah. no time to die. I mean, that's definitely an honorable mention for me. Um, you know, Dune is definitely an honorable mention. Um, looking very forward to it. Um, but yeah, like that, that one never made my list last year either. I mean, it kind of slipped out. So, um, but after the trailer definitely raised up for me and I'm expecting a lot. So definitely honorable mention for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but all right, getting into mine, uh, number 10 for me, going back to the MCU, it's Shang-Chi and the legend of the 10 rings. Um, don't know actually even much about this character, but I'm excited to see, um, you know, what they do kind of bringing in like a, like an Asian superstar, you know, and, and just having, um, are we going to, we're going to see the real Mandarin. Like, I mean, just different things like that, um, that is super exciting. And I'm hearing really good things behind the scenes and I'm hoping we get a trailer soon. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking really, really forward to this one. So that's number 10. Number nine is also keeping it with the MCU and that's the Eternals. This is one that we should have gotten already, got bumped, got bumped again. And now it's coming out um, over the summertime. So don't know much else about it. So that's why it's number nine because we still haven't even gotten a trailer or anything for it. So hopefully we'll see something soon as well. Number eight's another movie that's been bumped a couple times in 2020 and is now all the way to the summertime of 2021. And that's the Ryan Reynolds free guy. Uh, Free Guy was in my most anticipated last year. Um, still one of my most anticipated films. I love the trailers. I love that it's like inside a video game and it's comedy. I just think it's going to be great and can't wait to see it. Number seven is another movie that got bumped. Uh, and that's the sequel to Venom. Venom, Let, em, let There Be Carnage. Uh, still looking super forward to seeing Carnage on the big screen. Like the poster. And, yeah, <laughs> uh, there hasn't been an official, official poster yet other than just the venom title card you know and let there be carnage um but yeah i I just i can't wait to see something from this film this should have been out in this past october and it got bumped and uh yeah looking very forward to that and then number six the other one that's been bumped um and this is one that i mean since i've been going back to the theater this is one that this trailer plays every single (laughs) time before every single movie and it's been bumped multiple times and now it's coming out May 7th, 2021, going back to the MCU. We're talking Black Widow. Uh, uh-huh. We uh-huh. finally see this one. Um, ho- I wish we would have saw it already. I wish it would have just went to Disney+. Plus. This is one that I would have just paid 30 bucks on that Disney Plus premium access. Yes. <laughs> just be like, Heck let yeah. me see the goddamn movie. Stop pushing it back. Um, but yeah, so that's my number six. Um, all right. So pass it back to you, peeps. What you got five through one? All right. Are we, are we slowing it down a bit? Or are we still? We still. Well, we can kind of reflect, through. I guess, maybe after we we finish the countdowns. Let's get let's get them out the way. All right. Um. Yeah. I, I would say to Don. Uh, you know, Venom Two would have made my uh, honorable mentions as well. I mean, I, I don't want to. I, I already know a couple that are going to be on Fred, so I'm not going to bring it up. But uh, <laughs> I'm even coming to America. Yeah. Um. Like that. That's, just so it's been so long that I guess yeah. it didn't make my top ten, but I I am a hundred percent excited for that one. Super excited for that. Um, but just twenty ten so stacked. So, um, all right. So number five is uh, DX's uh, number six, uh, Black Widow. 
Um, I mean, whether if you're playing a mobile game or, you know, you're at the store looking at toys, I mean, there is merchandise, there's like everything. Like, I feel like I know all about this movie that I just haven't seen. It's like, one, it's like a movie I just haven't seen yet. Um, and I, I, again, Black Widow, I, hopefully, I've, I've heard things, but hopefully not the last time we see Scarlett Johansson in, a, you know, a, an MCU film. But, um, you know, I, I, I am really looking forward to this and all the crazy tomfoolery that's going to happen. And it just, it, it's, it's just been so long. I think that's why it's my, it's above all the other, um, you know, like, Suicide Squad and Eternals. I just, I really want to see it. It's, 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 they've been dangling it in front of my face this whole time. So, all right, uh, number four uh, is DX is number ten. Uh, Shang Chi uh, and the Legend of the the Ten Rings. Like he, exactly what he said, man. We're going to get a Mandarin. You know, we we're we're, we're getting a. Oh, no. right. I have, I have microphone issues. Can you can you hear me? You're good now. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yes, uh, but dude, he is the the a kung fu master, and he's in the MCU. Like I'm sold, right? That's it. That's all you got to tell me. Yeah. I'm good. I was there for the uh, announcement at the uh, at, at the Comic Con, so when they announced that, I I was screaming and hooting and hollering. So I've been excited about this for a long time, um, and I, I I can't wait to see it. So um, yes, uh, my number three was on my last year's. Jeez, what number three? Um, and that is uh, um, the the new romantic comedy uh, Kong versus uh, Godzilla. <laughs> so um, those of you that have listened to any of these in the past, I don't need to go on and on about my my childhood nostalgia for uh, Godzilla and King Kong, uh, along with kaiju movies, but. Um, this one, it's going to be that cliche quintessential Batman v Superman where it's a versus and they're fighting until that moment where they look at the bigger and badder guy and they kind of look at each other and give each other the high, the, the, the thumbs up dab, and then they go and fight the dude together. So whatever. <laughs> and again, another movie that's been spoiled to death with toys. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number two is, uh, DX's, um, uh, number eight, and that is Free Guy. Uh, Free Guy was my number one most anticipated movie of 2020. It looks like a good time, and I have loved Ryan Reynolds ever since he was a guy hanging out in a pizza place. Mm-hmm. So I cannot wait to see this freaking movie with the video games and the NPC that is sentient. I I, I don't know, but I can't wait to see it. So uh, are we holding off for our number ones? Or are we just, uh, are we going to a... That was your number two? That was my number two. Yeah. Um, yeah, we can hold off on number ones. Okay. Then do five through two. Cool. Go ahead, Fred. All right. So, um, Afrika, I actually have still not seen the trailer, which excites me. I don't want to see don't. it. I just want to see the movie. Yes. Um, and because I haven't seen the trailer for Eternals or Shang-Chi, I didn't include them. Um, I'm, they're Marvel. I'm going to like them. I know I'm going to like them. Uh, but not seeing Why, the trailer. They're anticipated. You're but ruining the whole point. <laughs> the trailer sometimes adds that excitement as one of my top fives. But um, not, not those two. So, I just want to throw that out there. Um, Interesting. Ironically, my number five, I have not seen a trailer for either, uh, but the Spider-Man 3, which 
I don't even know if that's even still going to be 2021, but it's on the list. So I included it. Now, while I have not seen a trailer, the news for this has got me so excited. I love the aspects of um, all the different characters that are going to be coming into play and pulling in the different spider universes. So I'm all about that. Um, So I don't need a trailer for that one. That one's still um, there. Number four was on my list last year for 2020. And that is uh, Maverick, Top Gun Maverick. Um, I'm, you know, Back in the day, loved Top Gun uh, when I was younger. Uh, seeing the trailer only enhanced that for this this uh, Top Gun Maverick film. Uh, I love the fact that Tom's actually flying the jet. That's insane. Um, but nonetheless, that's my number four. Uh, number three, Black Widow. Um, again, the trailer, I know you've seen it a million times and you're probably sick of it, but like I love that trailer. It, it, it hits on all the things that I like, not only being a Marvel movie, but like the espionage and the, the action vibe that it gives off. It's very reminiscent of the Winter Soldier. And so I, I can't wait to see that one. So that's still up on my list as number three. One and two could literally be one or the other for me. This is extremely hard for me to pick. Um, so I went ahead uh, and just chose number two to be Snake Eyes. Um, he's my absolute favorite G.I. Joe uh, from since I was a little, little bit of kid uh, all the way through now. You guys saw me go nuts on an image. Oh, I can't wait to see a trailer. I will never understand. <laughs> But it's okay. I don't want to take it away from you. Oh my you. god! <laughs> that he has legs. I love it. Look at I the devil on top of the hill. <laughs> hey, I'm stoked for it. Um, I absolutely love Henry Golding. I think he's awesome. I would never have expected him to be picked as Snake Eyes, and I can't wait to see how he portrays it. Uh, but that's my five through two. All right. Well, I am looking forward to Snake Eyes. It would definitely be an honorable mention um, for sure. Okay, number five for me is the Suicide Squad. So looking very, very forward to that. Obviously, James Gunn coming in uh, really helps elevate this film. I mean, because you know it's going to have that Guardians of the Galaxy type vibe. It's going to be funny. It's going to be hella fucking gory. It's going to be crazy action. I mean, I think, you know, there's a reason why there's like 20 members of the Suicide Squad in this film, because he's going to kill 15 of them (laughs) right off. John Cena, I'm sure, is going to be taking them all out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, King Shark. I mean, all kinds of stuff. Dude, It's I'm just so, so stoked for this movie. And we haven't even gotten an official trailer yet, but we had that Mm -hmm. first kind of first look at it. Uh, from the DC fandom and um, that it looked incredible just from that little Mm -hmm. intro so hell yeah that's my number five Uh, number four I love this franchise to death and they just keep getting better and better and better and that's Mission Impossible so Mission Impossible 7 uh, comes out later this year so that is my number four Uh, they've been just I mean god I cannot wait I know they're filming this one back to back with eight and um, I just can't wait to see where this franchise goes next uh, number three is one that Friggins just mentioned, and that's Spider-Man 3. We really haven't seen anything much from it. Uh, we haven't seen a trailer, nothing, but just the hype. I mean, I love these first two Spider-Mans with Tom Holland, obviously, uh, Far From Home and Homecoming. What they're planning to do with this, Doctor Strange being in there, and, you know, we're hearing, you know, we got Jamie Foxx back as Electro, and we got Doc Ock from, you know, the Tobey Maguire movies. And yeah, Tobey Maguire, maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. Live-action Spider-Verse, potentially, uh, Andrew Garfield to- and Tobey coming back, and, I mean, this thing's blowing up, and it's going to be its own little mini avengers type event film if this goes the way we think it's going uh possible rumor that you know daredevil's in this and yeah you know, from the netflix series charlie cox coming back i mean 
it just keeps getting better and better and better. I mean, even, you know, you might get Gwen, you might get Mary Jane. Like, I mean, they're really, I mean, we're going into the multiverse, man. And, and it's going to be really cool to see. So Spider-Man three is my number three. Uh, my number two and Fred, I totally agree with you. This is kind of my number one and number two could easily flip. And I think I landed my number one where it is because there is a trailer whereas my number two does not, and it's more open. But I'm still majorly excited, and I'm very sad that neither of you two have said this movie yet, uh, and that is The Matrix 4. Uh, I am so excited for The Matrix. Uh, it's one of my favorite trilogies of all time. I mean, especially the first two movies are just fantastic, and I love it, and I never thought in a million years I'd ever get a fourth film in this franchise, and the fact that they're doing it, and Keanu's back, and Trinity's back, and I mean, they're going for it. I have no idea where the story's going to go. I have no idea what's going to happen, but man, I'm excited. It's a year away still. It's coming out, you know, Christmas, like next year, but um, man, Matrix 4 for me, big time, just number two. Should be number one, but like I said, I have a trailer on the other side, so I leaned it out a little bit, but I could easily flip-flop one and two um you know based on my love for the matrix so it'd be one of those straight to digital right uh theater and hbo max yeah okay. same time yeah yeah i never thought they were gonna make another one and so that is exciting news and this is on the fringe of my 10 it was close and if had there not been so many 2020 movies to because i have five 2020 movies on on my yeah. list uh, if those hadn't got pushed back i'm sure matrix definitely would have made my 10 yeah i mean matrix is like you know those movies they're just like game-changing movies that just change not only like you know just the, just the way that we go that we view films and then the, the stop motion or the the, the slow motion bullet time shit yeah, that is in video games and movies and yeah. cartoons it's again game-changing but i i wasn't <laughs> i was so disappointed by the third one it 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 it, it, sure. it took away all my uh my, my burning yeah you, know, you just gotta look at it though that that that's this is redemption right now we're coming back to give you that other <laughs> true one. that yeah. is very true just i'm sure i'll be stoked by that trailer so just watch the first one again and then you can just skip two and three and then watch the fourth. No, I, <laughs> I like two two because two i like two i like two i thought you were saying you didn't like any of them so he said no no no, no, no. come on let's not bring three no it's true does not it's deserve true. it <laughs> yeah all right all right, well, there's not much I can say about my number one because y'all done t- talked about it already, but um, that is uh, Spider-Man. Ah. Um, I mean, Spider-Man, in my opinion, I might have said this a thousand times, like he is not my personal favorite, but I think without a shadow of a doubt, he is the best um, superhero that exists, like bar none, like he is the best superhero that exists out there. And exactly what you said, Don, what we've seen so far from Tom Holland's movies and what Sony is actually working with Marvel and allowing Marvel to, you know, kind of, yeah, probably, you probably shouldn't do that because y'all fucked up last time y'all did that. So just, just listen to us this time. You know, it, 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 they, we are getting really good Spider-Man films and I'm sick of hearing as soon as I see oh, rumor Spider-Man, click, I just swipe left and then three seconds later you guys will throw it in our, in our group chat. But, um, you know, I'm <laughs> sick of hearing all this stuff. I just want to see it. I want to see these people pop up and I, I'm hoping that this is one of those game-changing movies and just like Winter Soldier was a game-changing movie and, and Endgame and um, Infinity War were these game-changing movies. I, I hope 
that, and this is probably me hyping it up and I'll end up hating it for this reason, but I want this to be that game-changing movie where it will allow us to get our Netflix superheroes and, um, you know, I want an Emma Stone ghost spider. I want, I would, I, again, we can talk all the smack we, you want about um, Amazing Spider-Man 2, but I like Jamie Foxx's Electro. Electro, not not the dude before Electro, but I liked the Electro. Like he had cool abilities and cool powers and he he glue and he had dubstep abilities. So I, I, I liked that. So um, I, I just, and like you said, Doc Strange, I just so much possibilities for this movie. Um, I am super stoked and super excited excited and I want to see some familiar faces and I hope they're just not like little bit cameos which I'm pretty sure they will be because of the amount of people that they've announced so far I'm like how the hell but I, I want to see how they pull it together and I have a, a, a very good feeling that they're going to put it together and I hope even Tom Hardy <laughs> will be one of those names that we hear or that we end up seeing I don't want to hear about it but I just want to see it. No. all right nice Briggins what you got yeah, that's that's a good one. I mean, there's just so much excitement for that, peeps, and uh, I I I definitely think. Could you imagine what it would be like to see that movie to not know all the people that are coming, to not know about Jimmy Fox, to not know about anyone else that might show up, and just all of a sudden, pff, that would have been an experience. Um, but anyway, my number one, um, it, it I kind of talked earlier about tonight about one of my favorite things, and that's Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat is my number one. Now, the thing that worries me about like Mortal Kombat and Snake Eyes especially is, um, uh, is like the year Tomb Raider came out, the new Tomb Raider. It, it was like on my list. And right before we did the show, the trailer came out and I watched the trailer and I was like, nope, threw that off the list. Um, so I'm hoping that doesn't happen with Snake Eyes or Mortal did Kombat. It? I did. I did. Um, but Right now, my number one is Mortal Kombat, and that's because I, that's probably my favorite, you know, um, game as 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 a young child. Because you know, as, when I first got into gaming, of course, it was Mario and things like that. But as I got a little bit older, I instantly fell in love with Mortal Kombat, particularly Scorpion. Um, and then, you know, I actually really love the '90s movie, as cheesy as it is. I I, I rewatch it like pretty regularly. And every time it just brings out a smile to my face. Um, so I'm really excited for this. And I'm very hopeful that we get, you know, a very, you know, dark and rated R version this go around. And I think that's the plan, but I, Hollywood always has a way of pulling a, you know, pulling the chair out from under you every once in a while. But if nothing else, you can look at the cast this time and the cast on this is st- I, it's not stacked in a term of like big names that you know, but like if you look at it, it, everyone is just amazing. You've seen these actors and things before, even if you don't know their names. And I just think they really took time to figure out who should be in these parts. And everyone seems to fit exactly where they should. And I cannot be more excited for um, to see how this plays out. So here's hoping the trailer doesn't come out and all of a sudden I'm like, oh man. Um, but nonetheless, for a Mortal Kombat film with an amazing looking cast, I haven't seen him in costumes yet, but we'll see how, how, how that goes. Um, that's got me the most excited and I can't wait to see them throw down. Yeah. Uh, that's definitely on my um, right outside. <laughs> uh, I, I, I didn't mention it because I knew it was going to be on yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely anticipated. I mean, this is one of the ones, too, from Warner Brothers. It's going to be uh, theater and HBO Max same day in April. So um, we got to begin the trailer here soon. 
this was actually supposed to be out already. It got pushed back. So, uh, yeah, big hopes, man, for this one, especially because it's R-rated. James Wan is producing. I mean, uh, it's supposed to have fatalities. I mean, it's it's supposed to be very, very close to the game. So we'll see, man. Hopefully they pull it off. My only concern is the guy that directed it has never directed anything before. No. So I'm a little worried <laughs> for this being his first gig. Um, but we'll see. Hopefully it comes out good. I've always been Team Street Fighter, so yeah. <laughs> we do need another one of them for the show. All right. Well, my number one um, is going to be no surprise to anybody to listen to last year's show because I kept it the same. Yep. Uh, number one is going to be Fast 9, Fast and Furious 9. Um, it was my number one anticipated film last year. It was one of the first movies to move when the pandemic hit. I remember that I think like theaters shut down and like in the next day they were like, we're bumping fast nine to May of next year. And I was like, no, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> this is going to be over in like two months. Why are we, why are we pushing this thing back a damn year? And uh, yeah, here we are uh, in January and we're still going through it. But um, you know, it just, uh, I couldn't believe it because all these other movies were bumping a couple months and then fast nine just went a full year out. And I was like, ah, because I love the trailer. I, I, I love where they're going. I've been such a fan of this franchise. It's such a guilty pleasure like of just seeing the family together kicking ass. And John Cena coming into this one. And just I feel like it's going to take a swerve and kind of not be what they're setting it up to be in the trailer. Um, and I'm just super, super stoked. So like I said, uh, I could have flipped this with Matrix. But because I have a visual in my head of where they're going with this one, I'm super excited still. And it wouldn't quite be fair to not have it be number one again since it was last year and it never got to come out so uh fast nine is my number one i'm excited about tony jaw's character coming back you know like he actually survived you know that 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 demise that you thought was going to happen so sure i think that's going to happen sorry okay (laughs) i actually forgot like as you were talking i was like Oh, I wonder when they're going to get the trailer for that. And then you mentioned John Cena and I was like, Oh, they did have a trailer for that. And I've seen it. And I forgot about the things with the car and the rope and the John yeah. Cena and the jumping and the car. <laughs> I'm like, Oh yeah. Okay. never mind. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, Hey, the, there's our, our big tens of 2021. So as yeah. always, let's recap it on up uh, in quick fashion. So peeps, what you got with your 10 through one? All right, number 10, uh, Hotel Transylvania Foe. Uh, number nine, Raya and the Last Dragon. Uh, number eight, Suicide Squad Dose. Uh, number seven, Encanto, uh, Disney movie. Uh, number six, uh, Marvel's uh, Eternals. Number five, Marvel's Black Widow. Number four, Marvel's Shang-Chi and the, uh, legendary, or and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, number three, God versus King. Godzilla versus King Kong. For those who know. Uh, number two, Free Guy. And number one, Spider-Man Untitled. There you go. Friggin' nice. Something from home. Number 10. Yeah, something home. Uh, number 10 for me, Uncharted. Number nine, interesting, is there are two names for this. So I don't know what it's actually going to be called because it's one listed as the Tomorrow War, but then the po- poster says Tomorrow's War. Um, I just noticed that difference. Um, but okay. something about tomorrow. tomorrow war. Yeah. All right. Something that's about the, tomorrow uh, and a war. That's the Chris Pratt one, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, and my number eight is Raya and the Last Dragon. Number seven, Dune. Number six, James Bond, No Time to Die. Uh, number five, Spider-Man 3. Uh, number four, Top Gun Maverick. 
number three, Black Widow. Number two, Snake Eyes. And number one, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Okay. I just lost my screen. Uh, <laughs> that was weird. Oh, you're back. Um, all right. So <laughs> my top ten. Uh, and it did it again. Jesus Christ. Hold on. Sorry. Oh, it's showing your you I can see you're sharing. Yeah. yeah. I can see. You're sure. My my zoom screen, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what is it changing to? <laughs> oh, I could see your top ten. You were 10. putting it to your top ten list. Oh, and you could see it? See, yeah. I see it made my screen white. So I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what the hell is going on. There. No, no, you're good. Yeah. So you can see it now? Um, yeah, we got you. All right, then I'll go off to my second screen uh, over here. So uh, my number 10 is Shang-Chi and the Legend of Ten Rings. Number nine is The Eternals. Number eight is Free Guy. Number seven is Venom. Uh, Let There Be Carnage. Number six, Black Widow. Number five, The Suicide Squad. Number four, Mission Impossible 7. Number three, Spider-Man 3. Number two, The Matrix 4, or whatever that ends up being titled. Uh, and then number one, Fast Nine of the Fast and Furious franchise. So there we go, guys. I mean, there's some good stuff to look forward to this year. Hopefully, everything starts to kind of get back to normal. We don't keep start pushing this stuff back. I really don't want to talk about any of these films in 2022. Uh, so you know, unless we're talking about how great they are. So yeah. um, it was a hell of a recap for our top 10 of 2020. And obviously our most anticipated of 2021, which is a massively stacked year since we had everything that was already ready coming out on top of everything else that was pushed back from 2020, uh, making it a very crowded space. So hopefully these theaters uh, can survive and remain open. And uh, so we can get back to normal here. Um, Hopefully as the world starts to open back up after this uh, vaccine starts to hit. So that'll do it for us guys um we have been rapping here for about two and a half hours so <laughs> like i said just went a tiny bit on over schedule um but uh hopefully y'all enjoyed uh this am i still in the air special episode here of our top 10 and most t- uh, anticipated as well so uh let's figure out where can the people find you peeps where can you be found on the interwebs twitter that's probably it uh for my peoples on the twitters um, I exist on other platforms, but you know that's 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 probably the the, the areas that I you know you'll see my name. That's my the Valley Heat Ventures. Yeah. Friggins. Well, I'm also on Twitter and Instagram, both the same name. That's at Friggins, so F R I G G I N Z, Friggins with a Z. Uh, but some new, you know, to come news. Uh, Peeps and myself uh, are. Looking like we're going to be on Twitch here pretty soon in one of our D&D streaming games. Um, so if you're into D&D and want to check some uh, nerdy guys uh, role-playing and doing some awesome D&D stuff, uh, I'm going to have more news for you to come. We're still working at the Kinks, so um, keep an eye on that. Hell yeah. Good one. Very Good cool. All righty. Good breaking news. Breaking yeah. news. Uh, and of course, uh, follow the show on Twitter at AmIOnTheAir. It's AmIOnTheAir.com. And follow me on Twitter at DXDonMega. And, of course, you can download, rate, and subscribe to the show on all your favorite platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Podchaser, Google Podcast. And don't forget to subscribe. Check on over to the YouTube channel so you can see this video version right here. And, of course, if you all just like the audio, it'll be available like any other podcast. So 
Hope you all have a great one. This is our first big show of 2021. So it's good to be back here uh, before we uh, get into this new year. So always nice to put a, put a nice little bow on 2020 and wrap that baby up. So thanks guys for jumping on, joining us for this jam packed, awesome edition. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Let us know your thoughts, what made your top 10 and uh, we'll catch you next time. Peace. Red Dragons!